liberty lockdown please scan your barcode your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold where did it come from and where did it go it requires a fight not tweeting from your phone don't need a king get him off the fucking throne if you're riding with the thought you've always got a home the virus is scared of will come and it'll go the government knows this don't get treated like a hoe Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Liberty Lockdown. I am so thrilled tonight because I get to have on my my crew, my people, the Four Horsemen. If you aren't familiar, it consists of three of the most based human beings to ever walk the face of the earth. Reed Coverdale, the host of Naturalist Capitalist, Ryan Dawson, the, the host and everything behind ANCReport.com, as well as Eric Jackman, the host of Jackman Radio. I am thrilled to have these guys on. Before we get started, I'm going to bring them in and 45 seconds. I want to thank our sponsor. That is careerhackers.com. As always, if you are in the position of looking to improve your life, get a better job, do not wait. Go to careerhackers.com. You can get a free email newsletter. It's called the Daily Job Hunt. Gives you some tips, tips, some tips, notes, uh, just some helpful advice on how to become a better job applicant. And it's completely free. No excuses. Go to careerhackers.com to sign up for the Daily Job Hunt. And without further ado, Let's bring him in. First up, the man who has impregnated me twice, Mr. Reed Coverdale. Welcome in, brother. Thanks for having me on, Clint. (laughs) (laughs) We got the most banned man to ever walk the face of the earth, Mr. Ryan Dawson. What's up, brother? Good to be back. Using your chair, too. Let's get it going. Let's go. I bought the chair, chair, so you have to accept my invites. It was was brilliant marketing on me on my part. It worked. And... And last but not least, the reimagined corpse of Joe Biden, Mr. Eric Jackman. Hey, come on. Clint, what's that? Is that head and shoulders you got on here? Smell that there? Come on, man. <laughs> Clint, so psyched to be here. Thanks for uh, inviting me on and the, the Four Horsemen. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Well, thank I you. I do for love me. how slowly the Washington Post, New York Times, and even some of the three letter jibber jabbers are just slowly pulling out things from corn pops revenge about hunter biden ashley biden people meeting with joe in the white house you know duh we've had all this before the this election election right they're slowly coming gonna be vindicated it'll take them four or five more years and they'll finally catch up (laughs) to all the research that was put out for free and put on a movie that then got banned everywhere on the internet. <laughs> well, do you think that they do that? Do they do the slow roll of acknowledging the truth just to try and salvage some some level of legitimacy? Because I, I can't tell why they ever acknowledge it. Like, why aren't we in full Orwell where they just say, never believe your eyes and ears? Well, I mean, you'd think at least the conservatives would do it. Like, why hasn't the New York... Oh, I guess the New York Post tried to do something. Yeah, yeah they did stuff, try. Right? They got banned too, but... They didn't go as deep as Corn Pops Revenge, but I don't know. Why, I don't know why the left didn't pull out all the stuff I had in Trump's sinus ball and chain. Like, if you wanted to bury Trump, that's what you do it on, not the identity politics nonsense, right? So it just shows you neither side can criticize the other side too hard because they have so many overlapping interests, and it's like assured mutual destruction. You tell on my pedophilia, I'll tell on your pedophilia. You know? it's like... <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because they're all child-eating pedophiles, okay? That's what we know, folks, Infowars.com. It's not that far from that. From I, that I honestly think that is what it is, is that they, they try and um, bury their opponents with information that, that is not too similar to what they've actually done. 
because uh, then it starts to get the American people thinking like, well, if Trump's capable of this, then maybe the Biden administration, too. I don't know. Like, imagine Nancy ever, Pelosi it's... trying to go after people for insider trading. Right. <laughs> Can't. Right. Do you ever yeah. miss that, like, binary uh, thinking that, like, oh, one side's good, one side's bad. And I mean, I, I sometimes I kind of wish I could go back to thinking that, like, be the guy in the Me matrix too. who takes... Mm-hmm. You know, who wants to go back in and take the blue pill or whatever. Like sometimes it's like, oh, that'd be so nice just to think it's like one side hurting the other and one side's good, good, one side. side's bad. But uh, yeah. there's a good side. You always have some glory there for him. No, I hear you read. Yeah, well, Bush Bush and Kerry was the last time I bought into that. It was the first election where I was able to vote. And I actually believe there was a difference because I was so on fire about the Iraq war what at that point. You combine those names, Bush and yeah. Kerry. Al Gore married. Bookshaw. You get married, yeah, that's and that's what point. you got. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you realize they're both skull and bones. They're cousins. They're globalists. They're CFR. They're Bilderberg, and they both suck. <laughs> well, uh, speak, speaking they're of Bilderberg, <laughs> speaking of Bilderberg slash uh, Great Reset candidates, how is it that that after what the entire world's been put through, someone like Emmanuel Macron wins election today or re-election today over Le Pen. I, I am kind of confused and surprised by that one. I'd tell you, but you're on YouTube, so I cannot tell you why. Well, shit. Let's, uh, let's wait for 10 minutes and we'll circle yeah. back to this topic. <laughs> it's, it's written on my telegram. <laughs> Damn, you, you but, got the Put it this way. Paper. It's one of the things you're not allowed to say. So you asked about an election. And the answer ah. is one of the things you can't say. Okay. okay. All right, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> we can't even talk about French ones. Are we saying clearly yeah. that it was frog fraud? Fraud by the frogs? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Fraudulent frogs running around. And, we're from a frog over here, rainbow green or whatever, you know. <laughs> well, then I'm going to get us into another uh, third rail topic for YouTube purposes and uh, try and get your guys' opinion on uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin met with President Zelensky today. Uh, are we are we on track for World War III, or is this just about like finding a new place to funnel money for the military-industrial complex since we shut down Afghanistan? What what the fuck is this? Anybody? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, M I C. Thank you for the bell, Ryan. What do you think? That's Reed? Zelensky and Blinken. Lloyd Austin doesn't know where he is. That's an equity hire. He's a, <laughs> he's as dumb as he, he okay. I'm not, I'll put this to you guys. Lloyd Austin or Kamala Harris. Who's dumber? See, God. I mean, we see yeah. a lot God of Kamala Harris talking. So yeah, a lot of people don't know who uh, Lloyd Austin is or even have really seen him come out of Raytheon's office. I mean, the Pentagon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where he, where he oh, resides. I, Doesn't he I'm go to Raytheon's with... office wearing knee pads? Well, rainbow colored <laughs> knee pads, excuse me. Okay. Exactly. It's true. It's I true. mean, he's he's a secretary of defense and he's his entire job is about equity. Like, is it not does it not seem as if we're set up to I know uh Jesse Kelly always says this, but it does really feel as if we're set up to lose a major war in, in the near term if we continue to focus on fucking equity instead of like actually fighting cap- cap- uh, capability. I'm not, like a, our, I'm not like a warmonger type of guy. marching but. around in skirts. Well, I was going to say, we don't have Azov. We have the Elton John Battalion, and they're going to do great <laughs> things over in Crimea. It's going to be think, it's going to be unbelievable. Can you imagine an army an of Elton time. Johns? Yeah, that'd be something. <laughs> I, mean, I guess they could all... They could all crocodile the rock time. as they're marching, you know? <laughs> that, yeah, it'd be amazing. An army if, of Elton Johns was the alternative name to Tower Gang, but... 
Uh, we stuck with Kalpara. <laughs> and then that's like the big peacock feather boas as the uniform, all of them. <laughs> they stole those from Jesse Ventura. You have to put your gun down and be like, I don't want to watch this, you know? <laughs> I don't know, Clint. Uh, a big war man, World War III, I, I think probably they what they want over there is just sustained conflict that will be con- continuous and try to keep a lid on it to a certain extent, but to just always have something going on and an excuse to keep sending uh, billions of taxpayer dollars over there to uh, all those grifters and, you know, keep the proxy war against Russia going. That's my read on it anyways. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I go back and forth on how evil or stupid they are. Like there's obviously a mix, but where the tipping point is, I don't really know. And like Ryan was saying, I mean, Blinken and, Austin are just really fucking retarded. I mean, so I, I don't know, like, I don't think, I don't think anyone really wants world war three. The biggest worry to me is like, are we stupid enough to do something that would, you know, propel us into it? So I don't know. It's like sending Kamala Harris to Poland. Yeah. I mean, that that means you world have world no right interest there. in de-escalation if that, that's the ambassador. <laughs> that's the, of all the people. And there are some people in the Biden administration with an IQ above room temperature, a few, and you know, they didn't go. They when, sent uh, the Kamala. Right, so she could sending, tell everybody Russia is a big country. When we're sending our people to Poland, we're not sending our best. Some of them are half Indian, some of them are half black. Some of them eat curry sometimes. Some of them listen to reggae sometimes. Okay, we're not sending our best. And some of them use, excuse me, some of them use Montel Williams and Mayor Willie Brown's jizz as mouthwash. Okay, they do. Quite frankly, they do. Okay. Everyone was thinking it. Trump says it. Okay, that's how it goes. That's who we're Half Indian, they should have went with Tulsi Gabbard or somebody intelligent. Instead, they picked the Kamala, who couldn't even win a primary in her own state. Oh, Kamala was well, just see that, that's trash. The thing. If if you go down the line of thinking that these people are genuine with their equity and inclusion bullshit, then you go like, maybe they're all fucking drinking the Kool Aid and they're sending Kamala because they're like. Well, they'll respect her. This is their equity hire. They have to respect and listen to her. And I'm like, God damn it. If that's yeah. really how they're viewing the world, we're in so much trouble. Saudi Arabia really likes our female best vice president. They wouldn't even answer the phone. <laughs> like, they wouldn't even how that go over? We need oil and gas. <laughs> Not only that, they started doing SNL skits of Biden and Kamala. I know. Right. Mohammed Bonesaw has got a thriving comedy scene over in Riyadh right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, they're, get, they're getting so it's many better laughs. better than ours. They're getting so many laughs and yuck yucks. People's heads, they're losing their heads over there. No pun intended. <laughs> I mean, Clint, think about it. People are getting their heads chopped off and Jeb Bush wants to talk about tone. Okay. He wants to talk tone. At this at this point, though, I'm not even sure that like, like this is a, a genuine race to the bottom. Who is more capable of their job, Kamala Harris or a brain dead Joe Biden? I'm really not sure. It's Dude, I was saying that their their mental faculties are about evenly distributed. <laughs> it's just like one is trying really hard and the other one just is completely oblivious and doesn't give a fuck. But you think Kamala's trying? I think, yeah, dude, I think she's retarded. I think she's trying. I think she's just fucking. You know, her job is to make the president look good, and that's hard. Oh she's got to think, okay, how can I go lower than Joseph? Mm. <laughs> like, his, appro- his approval rating is 30%. What can I say to make me lower? And she does it every day. It's I really think hers remarkable. is lower. I think his is 38, but then you got to think well, that's according to liberal media. So. Biden is like a corpse that Jimmy Savile would diddle, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> He's just a Savile hospital already. corpse. We've already, we've already <laughs> gone there, Dawson. Is that yeah, where they get salivate from? 
Yeah, who's, who's, who's molested more kids, Jimmy Savile or Joe Biden? Jimmy Savile. Uh, Savile. As, as David Icke told me, J- Jimmy Savile might so record breaking pedophile. Record breaking. You can add incest to Joe, though. So that's, a, that's an <laughs> hey, extra hey, star. You, you want to come yes. shower with daddy, Ashley? You want to shower with daddy? Come I got on. hairy legs. Write about it in your journal, dear diary. I shower with daddy today. Is, is it is it obligatory? Like, is it a, a prerequisite to be an American politician that you have to be interested in children? Could you imagine uh, get Trump's daughter talking about having showers with him when she was a little too old, and the media doing nothing about it and saying nothing about it? Yeah, well, so uh, we we ran the no wrong way. New Mexico governor for the Libertarian Party. We should have done Bill Richardson because he already has the kid thing down. So maybe he was had a chance. <laughs> he would have had a lock. He's one uh, of the Epstein Johns. Glenn Maxwell is the first person ever to go to jail for trafficking kids to nobody. And no customers. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Really remarkable. You know, how do they how do they even justify that? I well, haven't those, those are the them. people who Biden's shaking hands with after the press conferences. Hey, there's a John. <laughs> there's a John. How you doing? <laughs> He's looking for Epstein to shake his hand every time. Yeah. Well, he was shaking hands with John Cena the other day. You couldn't see him. <laughs> no shit. I get it. Man, how bad is his brain? He just turned around oh, uh, and that's on film. And they're that's thinking, amazing. man, how do we spin this? We don't. We just don't mention it. That's all they got to do. Re- Anybody else? Branded. Trump had done that. And being scared of the Easter Bunny was everything. That was the most incredible moment. <laughs> Imagine if it was like, Trump in the suit. <laughs> Trump comes out, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> or Caitlin, surprise. Ryan, that's actually that's actually not true. They don't they don't not acknowledge it. They fact checked it, and they said I think it was Wapo or some one of these fucking bullshit rags says it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That like, don't believe your eyes. It was the final command of the regime. That's that's literally what they're running with. It did not happen. Biden did not turn to his right and shake the air. He also turned behind him and shook the air again. I was I was shaking. So like, okay, one I, of those is John Cena. Who's the guy hey, behind him? Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Say to Kev. I'm Alexis Piss. I was shaking with Alexis Piss down my leg so Buddha Judge could lick it. He's into water sports. He's my little gimp from South Bend. Here you go, Mayor P. You got a little extra Joe's liquid gold for you. You want to be the nominee in eight years there, you little CIA cutout puppet? That's that down there, golden showers with Joe and Ashley. That's how, that's hey, how uh, he got his yellow leg hairs. Joe and Ashley. <laughs> like the cockroaches. <laughs> that rub his hair down. Um, I want to welcome everybody that's hopping over from the Mises Caucus Money Bomb. I heard that they kicked ass. They're up to like forty thousand dollars in uh, donations. So that's very Dude, cool. I, we could get that? Adam Kokesh a wig with that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> we could get him a good wig. Oh my god! Did not start fights with saying, Adam. Like you, you love him more in his final form that he's taken. I, like it's, I told. It's you- yeah, sorry to cut you off, Clint. I'll let you get back to the fundraising thing. But I was saying to read earlier. I got a follow from Adam on Twitter out of this. Um, that the form that we're seeing Kokesh in now has led me to. He he's endeared himself even more to me. <laughs> And I was able to dig up a picture from the 2012 Veterans for Ron Paul march that he organized on Washington that my brother marched in, and um, I, I put it in our thread there on Twitter. And he was he liked that. I think I think it made him feel good. So he gave me a follow. And Reed told him that I'm working out. So I'm a fat guy trying not to be. I'm a fat guy trying to become less of a fat guy. So in Adam's world. I'm okay. He, maybe he hates your guts right now, but in like a year or so, I think he might respect you finally. He <laughs> really hates anyone that's not shredded. It's crazy. 
<laughs> but the money bomb, Clint. Tell us about the money bomb. Oh no, it's nothing, man. It's no, it's not a sponsor or anything. I just, I just was, uh, I was just blown away by the amount they raised. I mean, I, I really think that this is going to turn into something big. And I know a lot of people have been downplaying it, and they, they look at the infighting amongst the Libertarian Party, and they go, "Oh, I shouldn't be involved. This is the duopoly all over again." But I'm telling you guys, like, the, once, once this happens, it's going to be fucking interesting. It, and I know Ryan's not going to like one more chance, you know. Like, yeah. before we Bill Weld, I want well, fuck Dave Smith. I want Bill Weld to be the nominee. You had JJ who wanted. Uh, to put Dershowitz on the Supreme Court, and then you had what's oh, left of Johnson before that. So whatever, the party, <laughs> I, I I believe in libertarian philosophy. The party's fucked. I mean, they keep putting assholes in Any the party runners, and I'm like, okay, this is just Democrats subverting the libertarian party. That's that's what it has been. I mean, that's the whole yeah, reason I got involved. Is Uncle Aleppo, seeing that. I mean, yeah, but, you know, in fairness, I'd almost like a libertarian candidate not to know about Aleppo. Like, he's definitely not going to blow it up if he doesn't so he know about it. He so. won't bomb it, right? Look, I heard no, about Aleppo. Man, that, I'll open a golf course there. Your general level of education, when there's a war in Syria, you know but, what Aleppo is. It, it was, it was <laughs> a know, joke. Right? I, of course. I know. Of course. Yeah, I know. I know. It, <laughs> I, but I'm just saying, if I have to, if I have to, or the islands between... can't capsize if you put too much uh, weight on one side versus the other, like Guam, that was going to tip in the ocean. That's that, that amazing. Was a, that that wasn't Johnson, was it? Yeah, that was marijuana. I thought... Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought that was it. I thought that was you can't get that stupid naturally. You can't. <laughs> Joe Biden. What, what if we like uh, too much city on this side, and the island flips over? Like there's nothing under it. You know, like they just float around. <laughs> I, honestly, before before Kamala became vice president, I thought that she was like, I was like, she's a fucking district attorney. She's you know, she's at least. Uh, you know, conniving, conniving enough to sleep her way to the top. Like I had to assume that she was capable of this job to a very, very minimal extent. I am right. even I am stunned at how bad she is at it. It's fucking, it's remarkable. Like, like she deserves an award. How bad she's doing? Well, well it's so, because she has well, thirteen to, staffers like... quit, and which shows you all these people do is read what somebody else writes and tells them to say. They're just barely smart enough to read the cue cards, right? All her staffers are quitting because she's got a temper worse than Ellen DeGeneres. So they're gone. 13, 13 employees or chiefs of this and that, right? Yeah. I wish yeah. I had 13 or 14 secretaries. You know how, you know uh, how insufferable, <laughs> how insufferable oh. you have to be to get people that are already in politics to go like, this bitch is too much for me. I can't handle it anymore. And not only that, that think about you're the vice president's chief of something. The vice president. You don't want to yep. quit that well, job. That's it. Think and about they what still do. The, gro the groveling <laughs> and ass-eating you had to do to, just to get into the vice president's office. And she's right. such a fucking cunt and she sucks so much <laughs> that you're like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to doing stupid congressional races and sucking off mid-level campaign staffers. You, know? <laughs> you guys remember when Sarah Palin was like the dumbest, scariest person in politics. Like that was, I kind of missed that time. <laughs> yeah. We always oh, say yeah. that. Seems oh, quaint. The old joke. We can go dumber, right? Seems yeah. quaint. Kamala has surpassed Palin. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The yeah. first it's female vice president is probably the dumbest person in any quasi-elected office ever. <laughs> if we go, if we go any dumber, I think Jessica Simpson's going to run on the GOP ticket. Uh, yeah, Amazing. someone was saying it was Hank Johnson, the Democrat from Georgia. I, that's what I remember, too, is that it was a, Dem a black Democratic congressman who said that Guam was going to flip over. And then Maxine Waters said something similar. But maybe Gary Johnson said it, too. I don't know. He's not not exactly. He said it. and He did say it. Uh, it like, 
And that maybe that's where Johnson got it from. He heard that. And he's like, oh, that sounds like a good point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So we're, we're uh, over 15 minutes in. Uh, go ahead and, and tell me in the most coded language possible the truth about what the fuck happened in France today. Uh, 72% of the people over 65 voted for Macron. Hmm. So Bunch of dead all people cemetery votes yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah, went yeah. to him. I figured as much. Well, see, Le Pen the won the youth vote, the mid-range vote. She just she was killing it, but she, in a landslide, lost the boomer vote. I'm going to be honest. I don't know a ton about Le Pen other than that she's kind of like the populist option. Um, she's she anti-NATO and I wanted like to close and and anti-open borders. Okay, so yeah, Thanks nationalist, populist. Yeah, she should you should come legally, and if it's illegal, then you shouldn't be there. Kind of you know like the law. Someone oh, should tell extreme. Joe Biden that he needs to start coming legally. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to come legally. <laughs> I would prefer it. I mean, at least, like, everyone hated Trump for his moral pitfalls, but I was like, at least he's coming legally. True. <laughs> hey, Stormy, it was a great 38 seconds of her life. Believe me. Believe they me, took, They took the PP story, the Russian hooker P story, which is actually true about the Biden family, and they applied it to Trump. Right. Amazing. <laughs> they said, oh, you're, get, you're getting paid by Moscow. Well, no, that was the Bidens again. The you know, mayor like, of Moscow. Always for, accuse them of what you're guilty of yourself. Yeah. Well, for those for those that aren't that haven't followed France and I wouldn't blame you because fuck France. But uh, they had they had protests basically for like, what, two years straight, the yellow vests. And mm -hmm. it was like like it seemed like they were on the verge of revolution. And now they have Le Pen uh, or excuse me, Macron getting reelected. This just seems like a recipe for a fucking like a boil over. Well, it was suicide, like the Marie Le Pen's got her faults. Like I, I hate this is like when I defend Trump. Like, yeah, exactly. I, oh God, yeah. I have to do the nuanced view. Like don't don't put me in there with like oh yeah she's great. But one of the good things she did is she didn't want to have sanctions on Russia. She's like we need the oil and gas. It doesn't make a dime's worth of difference on the battlefield. You're just hurting yourselves and you're collectively punishing Russians. I mean, there's it's and it's racist what they're doing. When you're banning Russian tennis players from Wilmington, like why? You're just any Fucking Russian crazy. for any reason, right? That's that's collectivist thinking. That's Lincolnite shit. All right, go ahead yep. and hit the fucking timer. I already brought them up. But in that Jeffersonian <laughs> Southern spirit, you are an individual. This is where libertarianism comes from. What yep. you do is on you, not your group, not your biological category, not your sex, not your nation. You did it. You deal with the consequences. You deal with the rewards. We've thrown that out. Russia's at war with Ukraine, omitting the whole attacking Donbass and the Maidan revolution and burning people in the building, all the things that led up to the war. Ignore all that. So we're just going to not have, we're going to ban the Paralympics. We're going to ban Russian tennis players. We're going to ban Russian pets, right? This is like getting rid of the mascots stuff with Uncle Ben and everything. It's hysteria and it's racist. No, it's, it's, you it's are the same punishing thing. an ethnic group because you don't like the politics of the government. But that is how, that's how Yankees think. You are your category, unless you're well, from it's like New Hampshire. in all this trouble. It's yeah. like the freedom right. freedom fries thing back in uh, the mid two thousands. I mean, it, it's so it's so yeah. blatantly collectivist and nonsensical and you know war propaganda esque type shit. But I, I but here's I can't a story it. for you. Jack Chirac. All right, first of all, freedom fries is Walter Jones, which was my congressman. I got yeah. to reverse that. Jacques Chirac is right. who they're all mad about because he's in the UN poo-pooing Colin Powell's bogus speeches from the neocons, the OSP and everything. 
his uh, English teacher was Phil Garmy, which was the father of my college roommate. So we hmm. had a pipeline to Jacques Chirac. And it mattered, man, because he got in there. Russia and France opposed the Second Iraq War. And they were having none of it. But they got really mad at the French. They're like, you're supposed to be a lap dog. You're supposed <laughs> to be. A, you're just like Canada. You're supposed to just roll over. Just yay, be like USA. Tony Blair. And he was having none of it. He says, where is the evidence for these WMDs? You haven't provided anything. You've showed us some cartoons. you know." And he was <laughs> right. Who is Dawson not? connected to somehow like, there's uh, yeah there's the forget about um, kevin bacon there's there's degrees of dawson you know <laughs> yeah well, well Jones, Jones, what was it your uncle was hillary clinton the cousin second cousin what was it no my mom's cousin was a uniform uniform secret service clinton's and, and briefly uh for how amazing is that, Reed? That's incredible. <laughs> like how close to the like, even though it's like a second cousin, still a, that it's. He was, uh, he was Dawson. also one of the poll bearers for President Ford. He said that for Ford's yeah. funeral. Yeah, yeah. Dawson uh, broke that on Jackman Radio. I got to take yeah. credit for that. I, I, I was, yeah. I was able to dig, dig, uh, dig that out of Dawson book. when I had him on, Actually. and he just kind of casually dropped, dropped it. I'm like Dawson, time. I was like Ventura, time out, time out. <laughs> you mean to tell me your cousin was in the White House with Hillary Clinton? <laughs> Did she see Epstein? You know, <laughs> you mean to tell me, Ryan? Well, well, well speaking, you know, you, this one I've interviewed Gary before too. He uh, he was in a, posing a picture with uh, the Clintons, and Bill Clinton took his hand, like from you know from behind, took his hand and put it on Hillary's butt during the picture. <laughs> I was oh, like, that's only, gross. Only time I ever touched that frumpy ass thing. <laughs> Like At least it was a, a 90s Hillary and not like nowadays. She was a bit of a thirst trap in the 90s, but that was like a pillow sack full of cottage cheese. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come 80s, on. 80s Hillary, maybe. 90s Hillary, we still we some, still considering it? In some lights, she was a thirst oh, trap. Oh, no, but I'm saying compared to now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You'd she have to never, get near the knee of the pantsuit. Yeah. She was uh, never exactly a dime piece. We got Ben Heckman chiming in, says abolish NATO. I think we're all on board with that. Um, I actually, actually, I heard something recently that uh, that, according to some of the insiders in Trump's uh, cabinet, had had Trump. This is this is what they're alleging. So it could just be propaganda to try and get him reelected. But they're alleging that Trump in his second term planned to pull us from NATO. Is do you guys anybody buy that? I mean, he was good on the funding going to NATO, but he also welcomed two countries into NATO while he was president and armed the shit out of Ukraine and shit. So I don't know, like, he, who, who knows what he would have done? I like, probably not, but I'd like to believe it. His, I'd like to believe it, but I, his rhetoric. Is that, oh, go ahead. Yeah, his rhetoric, Clint, was like good on NATO. He's like, look, they're going to start paying their fair share. Okay, we're getting ripped off by everybody. They're over there laughing at us, okay? Everyone's <laughs> laughing at us. And we pay for all the defense over there, quite frankly. So under me, that's not going to happen anymore. But yeah, like Reed said, two more countries came in. And I mean, how would that even work? How do, you, how do we get out of NATO? Can the president unilaterally do that? or how, like He did sit down Zelensky and say, I, I hope you talk to Putin and you guys can work it out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's crazy. Like the the most peacenik politician we have, that's you know quote unquote mainstream right now is Trump. I mean, he's yeah, still the one amazing. that's like sending out his his little tweets via via <laughs> Telegram or whatever from AOL that. Instant Messenger from the desk <laughs> yeah. of Donald Trump. I exactly. think that Biden's a loser. You know, like, well, oh dude, yeah, Trump. Trump is great when he's not in there. Like the shit he said about Israel over oh. the last few months about how like Man, you know. Yahoo. 
I thought the Palestinians were actually more reasonable, but you know, Netanyahu just didn't want to work. It's just like, Jesus, where was this? Like, a year I know, ago, dude, it, like, it, it's, it's like the, the, the curse of the American politician. They don't tell the truth until they get out. Uh, Lurch 685 says journalist Ava Bartlett went to Mariupol and debunked I the mass that, graves yeah. narrative. And it was based, I, uh, Reed actually shared, shared that in the suit in the uh, group chat with me today. And I watched it. I gotta agree. It, it looked pretty compelling. The, the, the Ukrainians in I, whatever language, I, I don't know if it was Russian or not, that were like, yeah, this is nonsense. Like these, everyone has their own grave. And it's like, yeah, it's a war, but it's not mass graves. Um, I I, uh, I actually had someone on my show a week ago who was an American uh, who allegedly went and to try and fight on behalf of Ukraine. But my audience was furious about it uh, because I didn't push back adequately enough. Just once again, clarifying, I am adamantly opposed to us being involved in any way however if you are the type that believes that this is an invader and these are pure innocent defenders i can i can at least understand your perspective and be like well that i would prefer you go and fight yourself than fucking drag the american people via uh you know the government into it uh but well, if what you, do you push guys... back they won't come on your show that's why i don't get those people you're right <laughs> that, that's also you're, probably you're a goddamn idiot let me set you straight you know like <laughs> I don't have a. You don't, I don't have, have a filter. Tact. He doesn't yeah. have a filter, does he? Eric? I just he have a well, chart. Just he has. Just... Ryan Dawson has fucking one speed based, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I have. Can't, I'm 20 years into this and sick of this shit. I can't hold people's hands anymore. I just, I, I lost my. If you go back like 10, 15 years, I was way nicer to people. Oh, dude, I had way <laughs> more patience. Eric, when you were posting the stuff about Kokesh, I put that video of him and Dawson up from 2012. Was, you watched that. It's like, who are these two people? They're completely <laughs> these are, these are the same guys? <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was 11 years ago on the 11th of November. 11, 11, 11. Oh. Amazing. Great anniversary. Great yeah. day. Great, great day. By the history. way, he'd be a great four horsemen guest in the future, Kokesh. That would be yeah, we can, we can. I've never had a problem with Adam, sure. but I guess because yeah. I lift. I don't know. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I think when when everybody's dogpiling you, I just I don't I don't jump in when everybody else and he may you know that's because he attacked them too. But like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna add to it. You know, I did the yeah. same thing with somebody who I fucking can't stand Richard Spencer. I was like, nah, everybody's dogpiling this guy, so I I'm not gonna gang up on somebody. I'm gonna wait till they're all done. Then well, I'm going in on them. So. See, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people think a lot of people think I was overly kind to Adam. Uh, I I really appreciate what he's done throughout his life so like that was the main reason and then also he seems to be suffering some sort of mental breakdown so i was like i'm not gonna fucking pile on this guy he can call me an idiot i don't give a fuck he's uh, got someone... ptsd dude for sure yeah no yeah, no clint you were really reasonable man and that was well, like you. like i said man you, you you did handle that really well and our gang I... was the perfect the perfect follow-up to it too just like you know yeah i'm like 40 minutes i'm 40 minutes into that <laughs> it, it made it made me feel a lot better to get to finally um you know unleash some of my jokes upon the guy but uh eddie Grimm says do you think dave will run Yes, I, I, I'd be su su very surprised if he's touring all of these uh, national conventions and doesn't decide to. But I don't know for a fact, so take it for what it's what it's worth. Um, anyways, so the when we were talking about the freedom fries and you were talking about how um, you know we felt as if like these these countries have to do our bidding. You know, we we pay for the defense, we fucking we send them bailout funds when there's economic issues, yada yada yada. It seems that that tide is turning, where a lot of countries, especially when it comes to Russia, and I think Russia and China are kind of in cahoots on this, uh, people are, are a lot of countries that have been our allies and permanently, you know, kind of our, our toadies almost, 
are just saying, fuck you. We're not we're not going to do what you ask anymore. Are we entering a bipolar world order? We're in a multipolar world now. All right, well, give me the other the other polls. China, Russia. So you and think those are two separate polls, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. China's losing its mind with the thing we can't say on YouTube right now. They are. Have yeah, you what, seen what they're doing to the people over there, man, that, that, is, that is out of a fucking uh, like Blade Runner or something. That, that, it looks like, like a, a zombie movie. Bad yeah, so- zombie sci-fi making them kneel down on the streets and they have them all lined up. Zipping pets Wait, are, up in uh, the, bags with, with holes in them and stuff. The lockdowns mm-hmm. over there are not allowed to be talked about on YouTube? Dude, you you can't. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just like Sean, I would say, I don't want to get your channel in trouble, Clint. (laughs) I mean, it it might slide through, but like, like one day you're gonna have, you know, fifty thousand, eighty thousand followers, and they're gonna come back to this video, and you lose the whole thing. Like, yeah, you know, you can get under the radar for a little while. No, you're right. Uh, They're they're, avoiding the radar. Like if they go back and get videos, like whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah. your channel is so fucking based. I I wonder what what you guys think. Why China? Why China is going that far with it? I mean, I know they're they're commie over there, and they're they're pretty fucking harsh overall. But um, they've been doing wow. They're just now getting media. That's okay. I guess that's what it is. There's more eyes on it. I have. I don't want to go on an anti-China rant, but I'm gonna China. Fuck China. Like every, this, yeah. everyone that's like, oh, the U.S. is bad. So they're like, hooray, China. Some are so retarded, like hooray, North Korea. You see the memes like, eh, North I like, Korea, I like Rocket Man. their population is starved to death. I well, like I, Rocket Man. We actually have someone who would like to, uh, Alexander says, Eric, what does Lindsey Graham think about China? Well, I'll tell you what about them little Chinese boys over there. It's hard to tell. Is that a boy or a girl? And I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> And you put a blonde wig on any of them kids in Shanghai, and you can have yourselves a great day with the Lollipop Guild. Oh my a lot God. of fun. A lot of fun in China. And I remember being over there with my ex-husband. I'm a widower now, John McCain. We had a lot of fun in China. <laughs> we did. Lots of fun Lin- over Lin- there. Lindsay, is your, is, is your warmongering a product of your uh, suppressed homosexuality? 110%, Clint. <laughs> Absolutely. John McCain put a stinger missile up my ass one night on Capitol Hill, and I've never been the same since. And I miss you, John. What's it going to take? What's it going to take to get this thing going to take boots? Okay, we got to put boots on the ground in every country, including countries that haven't even existed yet. We got to put boots everywhere in bases and murder babies because they're going to grow up to be terrorists anyways. We got to murder them, and someone's got to put suntan lotion on them boys on those aircraft carriers in the Gulf, Clint. I wish there was another way. And if it's not boots, we got to put stilettos on the ground, right? We got to put stilettos. So if you got banned or deplatformed, you could call up Ziggy Stardust, borrow his platforms, and get replatformed. <laughs> I wonder if so, Zelensky asked Blinken and uh, Lloyd Austin to put on the stilettos and do that little dance they all did. We got a leaked document, Ryan. It's funny you mentioned that. Like on top of the hour at InfoWars, we got a document of Zelensky doing the cha-cha with Henry Kissinger wearing a coconut bra, and he's getting fisted by Blinken, while Austin's got a black dildo mole of his cock. He's, he's brought in as a stunt cock to the meeting, folks. I got the documents on the Sinfowars.com. I, I, I honestly think... Were they using Homoguard? Homoguard.com. Everything buzzing. <laughs> I, think, I think if McCain had won the presidency, there's a really good chance that Lindsey Graham would have uh, you know, celebrated with uh, 
Like the happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> the Marilyn Monroe dance. Gonna, gonna be a good night for you, Johnny boy. I'm gonna swallow tonight. Lindsey oh, Graham on God. the storm grate. What is it you said, Ryan? Uh, he's so far in a closet he could see Narnia in his rearview mirror. Yeah, Lindsey Graham so far back in the closet he can see Narnia in his rearview mirror. He's bumping into Richard Simmons. Oh, Jesus so good. Oh, this is nice. P1 Dizzy says, here's a gallon of gas for each of you. Got it from Tommy Fornia. Hashtag we are Ryan Dawson. Aren't we all? The cactus. Oh, you know the reference for the cactus. <clears throat> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Go right oh, yeah. Speaking of winning re-elections, uh, Clint, the uh, your favorite governor there uh, from California, uh, yeah. you were tweeting about him today, but the whole, like, when he didn't get recalled, wasn't that kind of a blackpilling moment? Like, wasn't it kind of similar? Like, Oh, yeah. Huge, hugely <laughs> blackpilling. Like, it, it felt, it, it honestly, it feels the exact same way as uh, as Macron getting reelected like it's just almost unimaginable you're like like the people are suffering so much everyone's upset everyone hates each other and they're like let's try this guy again like it just doesn't make any fucking sense and and he and he ran away with it he got like almost 70% yeah. of the how uh, much was from the mail <laughs> yeah well i'm sure probably <laughs> half of it um but yeah it's it's just it's like if you if you believe that these are like elections are legitimate which eh, <laughs> um <laughs> Um, then, then there's no other choice but to be blackpilled. But even if you, you don't, don't even need a voter ID, so you just yeah, go no, vote I... in every county several times. <laughs> we got, we got people there's no voting. argument against that. Like you don't need a voter ID, so you could, if you want to, vote more than once, right? Right, and you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Oh, that's Jim Crow law. Ah, racist, anti-equity. Ah, whatever. I know that it's it's amazing that they're actually that, and that's been kind of a successful. Could oh, could, could Caitlin? Could I vote? One day is Caitlin, and then the next day is Bruce. Please don't dare you. Surprise. <laughs> Caitlin as governor would have been incredible. Herself. What do you think, Eric? Caitlin is governor and Larry Elder in charge Dude. of DEI. That would have Caitlin been Caitlin Jenner is the governor California deserves. Yeah. That that would have been <laughs> like that. just that or Bozo the Clown. I was talking to my neighbor. He's packing up his aircraft carrier. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm moving. I can't stand to look at the homeless anymore. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, Clint. I'm going to stay and fight. They're going to fight for California. And I have a policy of getting a Tesla flamethrower and taking on all the homeless camps with my Tesla. Dude, so so based. I can't believe how great Caitlin is. Have you seen the, the salty liberal wave of tears about Elon Musk possibly uh, allowing oh, yeah. freedom on Twitter? Oh, dude. Yeah. He scared God, everyone God today. He made a tease tweet. He was like, I'm moving on, ellipses. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And then two hours later, he's like, from criticizing Bill Gates for the day. <laughs> I was just like, fuck oh. you, dude. <laughs> dude, the Bill Gates meme of, the meme of him being the pregnant uh, guy emoji. You guys have oh, all dude. seen that, right? That's, I, I retweeted and I wrote Epstein's baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> Epstein's well, I mean, this is our thing. We've got the guy that wants to blot out the sun versus the guy that wants to colonize Mars. Wow. And, uh, and, and control our minds. On. You're yeah. here. Like the picture of the solar system. I love that meme. You're what, paying taxes to pedophiles. Exactly. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Well, so, it, like, I, 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 like Clint, we talked about this. I don't think you have to necessarily even like Elon Musk or think he's a good dude. At this point, it's just like when he's gonna do something against Twitter censorship. It's like, I don't. It's like we said, Ryan, about Larry Elder for California. It's just like things are yeah. so low that it's like, eh, well, that's how far exactly, we are in our own exactly, end zone. 
That's actually <laughs> exactly how I feel about DeSantis with the the don't say gay I, stuff and going. I was rooting for, like, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. rooting for DeSantis and I'm rooting cool. for Le Pen. I was like, well, right. I'll take Marie Le Pen if she'll get rid of sanctions, uh, keep France get France out of NATO. I'm rooting for close your borders. How bad is that? <laughs> Hey, let's be let's be honest, Jim. We're, we're rooting for Vladimir Putin. Okay, I'm I'm rooting for Vladimir. I lost my job. I don't have my job at RT no more. Well, I'll rather have Donbass, you know, leaning Putin than run by neo Nazis. I mean that you can't. If Ukraine wins this war, they would ethnically cleanse all the Russians in Ukraine. I, I mean, you're talking about would. genocide. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's literally the inverse how, of what they're telling us. How many like, how many Russians the are there in Ukraine, Ryan? Do you know? It's the like giving Al Qaeda uh, Libya. They just went and started murdering everybody that wasn't of the right tribe. And it's had they won in Syria, again. that's what they would have done. They would have wiped out of the Alawites all the Shia Muslims in Syria would be dead. I don't well, know. I don't know how moderate. many. How, no, I don't know how many millions of uh, actual Russians are in Ukraine, but in terms of like Russian speakers or or people that would lean Russian if they had to choose, I think it's it's definitely many many millions. We're gonna we're gonna it find is. out if they can survive it. It's fucking well, crazy. There, I mean, Ukraine is getting beaten worse than Rodney King right now. They're well, just not, not, if, not if you listen to the mainstream media. It's like any Whatever. any second now they're getting gonna get <laughs> wrong. Yeah, getting, begging for by the way, Coach Red Pill being alive called it, told everybody, you know, right again, still batting a thousand. What's going on in Ukraine right now is a double envelopment. They. Yep. They countered the counter strikes on the wings, and now they're closing up the middle through Izum and on to Slavyansk. And trust me, you're going to have another land bridge from the Z all the way up to Kharkov. Well, I listened to all Scott Ritter, Scott Ritter on uh, Thaddeus Russell's show, and and he he made a really like incredible impassioned case that the the Russians were the good guys and all this. And I was like, well, goodbye to your YouTube channel, Thad. But uh, it, <laughs> I, I, he did. He did make a, a, a bunch of really Russell, <laughs> the guy there that thinks women, men and women are the same and should all fight in the same league in UFC. <laughs> let's he's let's a set that aside. weirdo, and he's got a retarded take on the Civil War too. I think he sounds like a future Four Horsemen guest. Don't you think, Eric? Or... Well, we got to we got to vet him through Caitlin first. See how he looks in a dress. Surprise. He seemed. I had a lot of people recommend him, and I watched him on Joe Rogan arguing with Joe about men and women. Just like, well, Ronda Rousey could fight the guys. Like, uh, no, 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 she can't. <laughs> so, I started, I started lockdown. listening to his that show. The, yeah, <laughs> I, I started listening to his show after he was on Rogan all those years ago because I was like. No one this wrong can can actually have anything interesting to say. But he like other than that that appearance, he actually he's got some he's got some good takes. He's also got he some has really some bad good things. things. But man, he's got some really stupid. He's ones. got some really bad ones. I agree. Uh, so <laughs> so, so Ritter, yeah, Ritter was yeah, on. Yeah Scott, yeah, Scott Ritter was making this incredible case for how basically the Russians went in with like I think it was like a third of the fighting force that the that the Ukrainians have in defense and he's like they what they're doing is masterful he's like they're they're basically moving like every, he describes it i'm not going to try cuz i'm not a fucking military guy but uh anybody can I go can check that it. out yeah go ahead go if ahead right so usually in 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 military doctrine you want a 3-1 ratio if you're on the offense that's assuming you're sacking and occupying cities which they were not they went in with 240,000 guys they only put about thirty or forty thousand threatening Kiev. You're not going to take a city of millions with an army of tens of thousands. It's just right. not going to happen. But lock them in place because it's called setting the battlefield. 
Yep. It's just it's typical maneuver warfare. And what they want to do is lock them in Donbass. That means there's why don't they just move? Because they're in defensive positions, right? Trenches uh, works, all that all works. You can't just move that around. Cut off communications for the military, not for the civilians, right? They've have they're having a hard time coordinating hybrid warfare. That means, and then they took out their ninety percent of the air force, pretty much all of the navy. And so Ukraine's just an army, and they don't. They've got Soviet air tanks and things. Their armor's been depleted. They're out of fuel because Russia went all over the country hitting their fuel depots and ammo. Even the things underground, they hit them with thermo uh, barrack bombs. Boom, gone. Running out of bullets, running out of fuel. Their army's stuck in place. You got a sixty thousand conservatively, could be up to hundred thousand over there in the east, who don't have enough armor, don't have enough fuel, and don't have enough food, despite what the media says. And they're getting surrounded right now. But you could not do that. And Russia wants them out in those open fields because Russia's main thing is artillery, and number two is armor, and they they have better artillery even than America. Doesn't matter if NATO supplied them with howitzers or whatever, Russia still has better artillery and they have better anti air defense. That's where Russia put all its stats into anti air and artillery because America put all its stats into offensive air, right? Well, they're not going to get any planes and that's 400 and 300 to shoot them down. Then you have your Pansia and Bukim ones. So redundancy, not getting in. They proved that in Syria already. Can't fly. Even the Israelis got a F-16 shot down, right? That's our, one of our better planes, F-15, F-16. Fuck the F-35 and the F-22 Raptor. That's just a MIC Bradley fighting vehicle with wings. And it's cost billions to make and doesn't work. <laughs> so they're, they're asking the other day, why don't we bomb the, the bridge to Crimea? With what? They don't have anything strong enough to blow up a bridge. They can't send in... Uh, special ops, they get waxed, and there are no gaps in the Russian air defense, so any aircraft that went there isn't going to make it to the bridge. They can't blow it up. They're trapped right now in the east. And these idiots are like, well, NATO sending them weapons and stuff, sending them money. They're making it politically impossible to make a deal. And they're just going to go into the meat grinder at this point. You yep. saw mass surrender in Mariupol. But the Azov, who can't surrender because they're Nazis and they just be put up on the wall and shot, they're hiding in a, a steel factory that goes eight floors underground. And Putin said, we're not going to crawl around in those catacombs and get them. And we're not going to hit it with a, a barrack buster. Just seal it up. Don't let anyone out. Let them starve. Wow. Which is hilarious. Because they <laughs> want whatever's down there preserved. It's like you, got, you had umpteen chances to surrender. Well, they're not going to surrender on 420. It was Hitler's birthday, right? That was the last day he gave him. Uh, oh, so interesting. <laughs> so he sealed it up. They're not wow. getting in or out. And you can see the their forces, the new, <laughs> they got a new patch for Russian special forces. It looks like a Japanese flag. It's funny. <laughs> it's the so, O because they have a Z and a V. The V is the Marines, right? Z is the Eastern Theater. Z with a box is the Southern Theater. Uh, Belarus has a circle too, though. But they're not in Ukraine. They're in Belarus. But Ukraine has crossed the border a couple of times and hit Russian targets, which pissed them off. They also bombed their own train station, which seems like an accident because it was like uh, the type of missile they used was pretty obsolete and probably malfunctioned, didn't go as far as it was supposed to, and it happened to hit a train station. But it's fired from their territory. It's their missiles. The missile Russia doesn't even possess. 
they killed, they didn't make any difference in the war. All they did is kill a bunch of civilians at a train station. Um, did anything? But they didn't blame that? the whole thing on Russia anyway. <laughs> Why would Russia randomly blow up a train station with a Ukrainian missile shot from Ukrainian territory? Well, did they, they ever? Did anything ever come of? For, what was it? A fuel depot in Russia that got attacked and. The Ukrainians denied that they did it. Did anything ever come out of that? Did they ever figure out who did that? They or? hit that. They did do that with a helicopter run. Um, <clears throat> and the response from that, Ihor Kolomoisky's oil refinery was bombed by the Russians. The only refinery they have left, gone. Mm. So they can't even make gasoline out of oil anyway now. And they're running out of fuel. And what they had saved up has been blown up. And, you know, a tank that can't move is just a coffin. If you can't fire and move, what's the point? Like, the whole reason it's on tracks is the tank can go, you know, your cars and trucks and stuff can only travel on roads. Tanks can go anywhere besides the forest. And uh, that's why Izum was so vital. They had their chance. It's like Thermopylae chance because there's woods on both sides and road. Tank's not going to go through the woods or anybody could pop out with a javelin and hit it, whatever. They got to go around trees. They're not going to do that. They had to go through this, and they knew it. But Russia <laughs> hit those forests with so much artillery, there was nothing left, and they marched through Izum, which was the part they needed to cross. Hard parts done, they've passed the forest line. So it's it's just a free-for-all shootout now. And Russian tanks can spot you from further away and hit you before you know they're there. Now you can say, well, they're going to have shared satellite intelligence. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, yeah, while you see that, they've ar- they're already the bullets on the way, right? Ukraine's fucked right now. Uh, they had two last chances to hit Russia in the wings, try to take retake uh, Kyrgyzstan in the west, or from Kharkiv, kind of try to go east, like you know, like go around the envelopment, envelopment, envelopment. Both got repelled yesterday, so now they're in this field and southwest of Slavyansk is another airfield. All that's going to be gone. That whole army's trapped and can't move and doesn't have fuel. So they're done. And, uh, you know, Biden's like, we're going to send you more artillery and, and more uh, ammo, 147,000, whatever. Okay, and how are you going to get that to reach the Eastern Army? You can't go on the roads and you can't airdrop it. So what, are you going to put that in Western Ukraine and wait? They just don't hit Western Ukraine. Never were. Have no interest in anything west of the river. I guess they could put it in Odessa. Uh, it won't the, matter. The original thesis was that uh, we were, or I mean, the original like anti-war people's thesis was that this was the U.S.'s attempt to create basically another a repeat of Afghanistan for Russia, um, yeah. where they would get bogged down. I the way it seems to me, matter of month or two, that this is probably over, and they take the east and they come to some sort of peace agreement. What, what's your thesis? Yeah, two months, uh, that army is going to have to surrender. Not even. I mean, that's yeah. Russia's taking its time. Like, if they wanted to flatten them in a month, they could, but they'd sustain a lot of casualties themselves. There's no hurry. They're the ones running out of fuel. Russia's got all its supply lines intact. They can anaconda them now. This is a, a Wilford Scott plan, you could say. Putin said as much. He was like, he was like, everybody wants us wants us to, you know, we're we're going at our own speed or something to that effect. And I was like, fuck, this guy is this guy is serious, man. Like he's very of... by the book. He's yeah. like, look, we want to preserve Russian lives, we want to preserve civilian lives. We're gonna have civilian corridors, 
we're going to give their army a chance to surrender and, and have quarter. Like we're going to, it's very much old school warfare. It's not like America. America would have just gone in, flattened the city, killed 10, 20,000 civilians, blown up every building, but also got the army too, right? Right. And almost no losses on our side. But that's so, then you, then if you do that, which is what we did in Iraq, okay, welcome to the next 10, 15 years of insurgency and occupation yeah. is what you killed all these civilians, right? That's you a great don't point. kill civilians. When the war ends, it ends. Because you're not occupying them and there's no insurgency. Clint, did you share that video of the New York City rally with like Azov Battalion cheering people in the flags? I sure did. Absolutely Uh, amazing, dude. Incredible. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. Do you think that they that they were like almost grooming us to uh to dismiss the the Azov being Nazis by calling us Nazis for the past six years? Yeah, like, it was all preparation. <laughs> yeah, like it's they're it's fucking wild. Nazis, dude. They've got I know. It's not just Nazi paraphernalia <laughs> and Nazi flags and Nazi tattoos. They go in and murder ethnic Russians. Fourteen thousand killed in Donbass. They took over the city of Mariupol. They're raping women. They're tying people up to trees and posting saran wrap naked and abusing them publicly, humiliating people, yep, shooting prisoners of wars in the knees and putting it on the internet, just laughing about. It. They're fucking Nazis. Yeah. They they really have that ideology, but not the cartoonish Nazi, you know, like not not even like because even the Nazis weren't Nazis. These are the the vilified Nazis we've learned about in like the worst of the worst version of it. That's right. what we're dealing with. And they and, and not the, today, not the, they will um, not replace us. Uh, you know, <laughs> where Nazis. are torches? I ain't seeing no tiki torches. <laughs> well, a lot of national yeah. socialists were fighting against communism, fighting to reclaim annexed land from Germany. There are a myriad of reasons for people to be in the German military. They weren't all Himmler, okay? Right. Some of them, there was a range. These people are Himmler, Stefan Bandera type Nazis, like the right. worst yeah. of the worst kind of SS. The second panzer division is their symbol because that was the, that's, guess who ran that? You know, these aren't uh, the people under uh, Rommel or something like fighting in North yeah. Africa. Like the it, we're taught World War II like everybody was a racist, and then and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Everybody was a racist, <laughs> yeah. including the British and the French and the yeah. Americans. America <laughs> yeah, was still racially segregated until 1965, right? Like, yeah, but that's not why they're fighting. That was like, if that's why they're fighting, they'd all shake hands, like, yeah, we agree that, you know, like, right. of course. No, it's a, uh, it was way more complicated than that. There was a real threat. <clears throat> Someone, uh, it was just on Facebook in a, uh, a libertarian party discussion page or whatever is a public page so anyone could see it. But we were talking about whether or not we're optimistic for libertarianism going forward. And I was saying, well, whenever I have a video that gets a lot of views, it always gets 100 percent, basically 100 percent positive reaction. And this dude just came out of nowhere and was like. Why do you have Ryan Dawson on your show? He's a known anti-Semite Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Was that game? <laughs> well, no, but then I went and looked at this guy's profile and it's all pro-Ukraine shit, like all stand with Ukraine, right. students mm-hmm. for liberty, which I don't know if you know who they are, but they're like a neocon subversion group in the liberty they're movement. Basically that, retarded. Yeah, but I was just like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's let's, a, let's it's a fakeitarians and those weirdos. You yeah. know, they're all Zionists. They're all neocons. They, you know, today, by the way, Israel shelled southern Lebanon. 
I don't think they want any of that. But, <laughs> those are nice shells, though. Those are good shells. They're right, good they're, they're, they're dove shells. They're right? just, just, yeah, they're just. Yeah. Well, Reed, didn't you, you just bluntly ask him why he was gay? That was your <laughs> response? Incredible. Dude, fucking people like that, you can't argue with them. No, you just no. Like, they're retarded. They're retarded. Those are the people that, that canceled my show here in New Hampshire that I had. Oh, you had Big Bad Ryan Dawson on. Oh, yeah, you had a bomber. Oh, like, Confederate All flag. you guys are whiter than I am, oh and God. I've argued with more Nazis and stuff than all of you put together. Exactly. Well, try then, try telling like, your retarded I've done NPC more damage that. to that group by tackling all their leaders, right? And and wiping out a third of their audience and probably anybody alive. You're you're the only Nazi I've ever even argued with. So this is yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely argue with more. Hey, will you guys hold on one second? I gotta thank our other sponsor. Uh that is IP Vanish. If you are tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a bit too much about you or you're concerned about the privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode won't solve the problem either. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computer, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. <clears throat> when you use IPVanish, all your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands like Ryan Dawson's. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our li listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. And this is their last ad run with Liberty Lockdown. Show them that they should re-up with me by going to subscribe right now. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash Clint. IP, <laughs> IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash Clint and use promotional code Clint and claim your 70% savings today let's bring these psychos back sorry guys yeah well uh, if you if you get ip 70 that's anti save infowars.com if i got ip vanish they wouldn't be able to see i've looked up so many videos uh so many videos and pictures of liberty lockdown shirtless flexing like it would be kind of awkward but... <laughs> that's why you need it go to ipvanish.com forward slash uh we got a, another comment from p1 dizzy it says any thoughts on rhode island insisting you be vexed or you will have to pay double income tax wow i didn't even hear about that mm, if people choose to leave rhode island will they just uh ship in the immigrants who arrive in the u.s every evening in the dead of night probably I don't know. I didn't. Is that true? Did you guys hear about that? I have not heard of it. <sighs> I mean, everything north of uh, the Mason-Dixon line, I just don't care. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Except for <laughs> New, Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire and Kentucky are okay. No, I, I didn't. I hadn't heard about that. Is that? That's it sounds brutal. like fake news, but uh, yeah, I could, I could believe yeah. it. Rhode Island, they're fucked. I mean, it's just gangster state, man. Yeah, Rhode, I, Rhode Island is completely irrelevant. Wouldn't you agree, Eric? I mean. People who live in New England don't even know where Rhode Island is. It's like, what is that? It's not even Rhode Island. Why do they call it Rhode Island? A weekend, a weekend Coke bender, you know, after a Patriots game or something. Or... Dude, you can accidentally drive through Rhode Island and not even yeah. know you went through it. It's, it's, it's negligible. Have you, 
As a trucker, yeah, you ever like, just coast through Rhode Island? It's abs- It's like the size of Boston. The they got um. They got a great tired. strip club down there called the Cadillac Lounge. Not that I've ever been or anything like that. <laughs> this is, this is my Aryan wife, by the way. My uh, yeah. my pure my purest kids. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason to go to Rhode Island. The uh, shameless plug for the Cadillac Lounge for sure. Absolutely. Ryan's, Ryan's ethnically cleansing his wife by having kids with her. Um, Ryan, so what, what's going on with, at the Aloxa Mosque? Hey, I'm on, I'm on Team Gold. Uh, themselves. They've won. They're, they're, oh. Asians are up by a billion. Race wars over. Get on the winning true. team. True, true. <laughs> uh, Reed had a question for you, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, about the Aloxa Mosque with uh, the Israelis defending themselves the last couple of weeks. What's been going oh on there? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're defending themselves inside a mosque, right? They did this <clears throat> before. Remember when they went machine gun? Excuse me. Machine gun a bunch of people and they hit them with the uh, you know, steel bullets with rubber coating, and they they killed people at a checkpoint, killed people at the mosque, shot over two hundred people, and then Gaza fires some rockets that do nothing, and the entire media is just kvetching about Hamas rockets thousands every day, things like that. If you, I mean, the bullshit you're seeing on Ukraine, that's Israel Palestine every day. Every that they have never once mentioned that. Oh, do you know that they take bulldozers and just wipe out private property in the West Bank and replace it with Jew only cities? Like it, you it's ethnically based whether or not you can migrate to Israel. They took in Ukrainians to Israel, but only a certain type. If you were Jewish, you're allowed in. If not, fuck off, right? It is a racist apartheid state. And I wouldn't even call, like, I won't even say they're occupying Palestine. It's annexation at this point. And it keeps expanding. Like East Jerusalem, West Bank, and then they've got Gaza walled up, locked down, and on a calorie count. They have harassed their fishers. You know, and the Alaska Mosque, they know, is just a, a trigger point. Like, let's just land, keep, keep, you know, picking this scab because it has a very predictable reaction. And then they react to their own provocations because they know the media is going to act like they did nothing. And Hamas is shooting rockets for no reason at all uh, at Iron Dome. I can't handle the bell. It's too fucking funny, man. Uh, I, yeah, well, I got I to gotta, I gotta say, Ryan, you've done an incredible job at radicalizing Reed on the Israeli-Palestinian uh, conflict. This guy Dude, anybody, anybody, is, anybody with a shred of fucking empathy or humanity – Palestine and Yemen, those are the two, like, yeah, I can't, I, I like, if I don't get angry, I'll get sad. It makes yeah. me want to cry. Yeah. You see little babies in diapers with the bones hanging out in Yemen, starving. And, and like, they're the bad guys. And yeah. we're giving the Saudis these perfume princes that literally rape children on yachts for sport to just go murder these people fighting the Houthis who are desperate. And then the Palestinians who don't even have a formal military, like less than Yemen. <clears throat> They've done medical experiments on children. They have the largest incarceration rate of children. We could throw, you know, oh, you threw a rock, or we thought you were going to throw a rock. You're going to prison where you're going to get abused and raped. They shoot people in the knees and the eyes and the groin because they think that's funny. It locks up the Red Cross. They've abused these people for more than 47 years, taking their land every method of humiliation you could do to people they're doing to them and they're doing it with american money yep. and 
people are scared to death to point it out. Like, oh, you can't ethnically cleanse an area because, you know, if you point out Jewish supremacy, then you're an anti-Semite. And that the yeah. whole left wing is paralyzed by any accusation of an ism, right? So if you call, if you just wave your hands around and go, anti-Semitic, ah! Like, and the right scientists too, don't give a fuck about Jews. No. They're supporting yeah. Al Qaeda in Syria and Nazis in Ukraine. It's not pro-Jewish. It's profiteering. All they give a shit about is personal commercial interests, Judaism and the ethnic Judaism and all that. It's just a theme to hide behind to prevent criticism by saying anybody that criticizes what we're doing is a racist. And it works. Yeah, and that's the you thing see that you see that in the United States right now. That, that here's the stat: in the year 2020, traffic 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 accidents among blacks went up 25 percent, dead like fatalities. Almost nobody was driving in 2020 because of all the lockdowns and stuff, especially in the north. How do you have a 25 percent increase of traffic fatalities among blacks? Are the roads racist? I, yeah, no. well, that's that's what Pete Buttigieg would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. He's <laughs> racist. After roads, I pee they, on him, they crisscross more in black areas. No, it's they stopped pulling him over for speeding and reckless driving because after George Floyd, it was like, no, nah, you can't arrest black people for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cops didn't want to deal with the headache and the accusations of racism, so they just didn't. And you got I don't, I don't even blame them either. Dead black it. people and dead yeah. whoever the hell they ran into. Because they don't enforce the law equally because someone can all – anytime a black person gets arrested by any anybody, even other black people, they can say racism. And even if they don't say it, some white liberals say it for them, right? And it just ends up in more dead black people. And you go like Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, go to these – who's dying mostly? Blacks yeah, black getting people. shot. Thousands. Thousands getting shot. There's more black people shot in the United States by other blacks than everybody put together getting shot in Iraq and Afghanistan. It costs more money to police all these areas than it did to go to war. Hmm. And it's that. like, well, we don't want more cops. We want to get rid of cops and get rid of the police. I know there's a problem with police abuse, and I am not a fan of cops, but I'm even yeah. less of a fan of criminals. <laughs> so that so the way to fix criminality isn't by arresting them all. You'd have to fix fix it where it starts with the family. You got to get rid of welfare. You got There's all these domestic changes you need. And then you could be like Japan where you don't have a bunch of people you need to arrest because they don't act like a bunch of zoo animals because they weren't raised the way they're being raised. But when you kick dad out of the house with these liberal policies of everything liberals do, they, everything they try to fix, they fuck it up and make it worse. Right. And like you are incentivizing failure both in school and in economics and everything because you're subsidizing failure so of course you get more of it Split so speaking it. of liberal policies uh this i just i i got some information about that uh rhode island thing it's actually true no wow way. this is totally from the boston fun. globe so rhode islanders <laughs> who don't get the the boot the stupid 19 dab jab jab uh would face 50 dollars monthly fines and have to pay twice what they otherwise owe in personal income taxes under a proposed state senate bill Senator Samuel Bell, a progressive oh, Democrat, wow, surprise, surprise, <laughs> proposed a legislation which has drawn sharp and in some cases His vulgar. Name is Samuel? 
vulgar criticism on Twitter, and it has prompted Senator Jessica De La Cruz, a North Smithfield Republican, to organize an email campaign opposing the measure. It says, the reason I introduced the bill is we have a crisis with the pandemic, Bell said. Thousands of Rhode Islanders have died. I've had really painful calls from constituents who can't go to the store because they're immunocompromised and who have lost loved ones to the pandemic, who are really ill and not fully covered, suffering long-term effects. So, so basically the proposal, it's a Senate bill proposal, but Clown, so P1 Dizzy, props to you for finding that. This is actually a so proposal. Any idea how likely it is that it would get sponsored by anybody? Or I think it's, a, I think it's unlikely. It's probably well, his logic's fucked. Like, okay, you have some people who are immunocompromised, then they should get the vax. Of course. Like other people right. being vaxxed or not vaxxed doesn't matter. If you you're, still get if COVID you're in anyway. the government and you propose something like that, you should go to prison. <laughs> I think like that, that's ridiculous. I mean, that, that's like, like, you know, um, I, I, everybody needs more umbrellas. So it won't rain. Like it, it doesn't matter. It's like, <laughs> well, that, well you, how, I want that, you to wear a thicker coat. So it won't be cold this winter. Yeah, exactly. So that that ties into my my tweet today, which was kind of kind of uh, shit posty, but I kind of mean I almost fully mean it in that it does seem as if the the judicial branch cannot can no longer regulate the amount of tyranny that we have in this country, and that they they just can't keep up with the pace. Like it's impossible. They can't hear all the cases to to overturn stuff fast enough. And I think that either either you need to have judicial review that happens before any law is put into place, which I I kind of prefer. Or yeah. if you want to go full on, you know, savage mode, then make it so that if if a politician writes a law that they then in turn break within their lifetime, as far as I'm concerned, or if they have an emergency declaration, which they break during the emergency, either way, put them in prison for the rest of their lives. Like, 100%. I, why, why not? I don't like give me an argument against um, it. Can anyone give me an argument against it? Uh, maybe not. execution would be better. That's the only <laughs> argument against it I can think of. <laughs> like, I mean, not too soft. Have their faces I don't know, eaten like, by flies yeah. like uh, Fauci did to dogs. <laughs> Can I read something? This is a dead pigeon moment. I, I want to read something about <clears throat> Samuel Bell. Because I thought it was amazing that his wife is a chairperson. So this is straight off his thing. This didn't take two seconds. Bell is married to Samantha Weiser. <laughs> the chairwoman of the Rhode Island Democratic Women's Caucus. Oh, who also God. works for Hasbro. Bell and his wife are both Jewish and identify as bisexual. They live together in Mount Pleasant. Shall I go on? Bell publicly alleged that he and Weiser were personally targeted with anti-Semitism and homophobia oh God, posts from users is. of the neo-Nazi forum website Stormfront. Whatever. Okay. Of of so course. she's the chairperson for the Women's Caucus, uh, and they're both bisexual Jews, and this is where the bill <laughs> for COVID comes from. This... This does not help you. <laughs> He's like a living stereotype of, of someone just panic and paranoia, right? But like, God. Well, what what you were talking about with the uh, how uh, liberal policies end up hurting the people they allege to help. I, I really struggle to understand how people continue to perceive the left to have any sort of moral authority. Like, like when they talk about how we have to defend the Ukrainians. There are these innocent people that are being invaded while we are simultaneously funding the starvation of tens of thousands of children in Yemen. I don't understand yeah. how, how these two things can occur at the same time with anyone taking anything they have to say seriously. It just it, it requires such a disconnect from reality. And I guess it just goes to demonstrate how, how incredible their, 
their propaganda is that people are like, well, Yemen isn't happening. And this Ukraine thing, which is completely the inverse of what we're being told, is, in fact, exactly what we're saying. It's it's wild. It's easy. The left has it's never been anti-war. Like, that's right. the biggest lie ever. True. And like, I remember when Tulsi was running, like everyone was asking her, what happened to your party? They used to be against war. And I was trying to think, like, when? World War One, World <laughs> War Two, Vietnam. Korea. You know, uh, Bush is the only one who started, you know, and then Reagan was some stuff in South America. But like big wars, Bush is the only outlier who is a Republican who really started a big war. This whole idea that the right is the war. I mean, they're both warmongers, but the idea that the left is somehow, you know, has been innocent in the past and that this is a new development is just not true. I think the only thing the left used to be better on was free speech be just because the right kind of dominated the culture forever but as soon as the left dominated the culture free speech on their side was never mind you know we're all about just you know canceling you and ruining your life if you don't agree with us so fuck them the left sucks they're yes. i mean they just suck they they really do suck uh ryan you were gonna say the reason they don't care about yemen and they care about ukraine is their lemmings and they don't know about yemen like how could you not know because they're not on Liberty Lockdown or ANC Report, Naturalist Capitalist, Jacqueline Radio, Antiwar.com, or anything like that. They live on Twitter and Facebook, and they get all their news from MSNBC and CNN. MSNBC hasn't spoken about Yemen for a few years, right? And this is why I think, you know, like the best thing guys like Dave Smith could do is not run for presidency. He ain't going to win, and it's a waste of time. The best thing he could do is, is what he's sort of been doing is expanding on media getting people like Scott Horton on, on Kennedy Fox and stuff like that. If you know people on media, if you have a line to Joe Rogan, if you have a line to Fox News, if you have a line to that, then go on there and then get your compadres on there too because getting the media is the most important thing. If we were on the media, if a guy like me was on Rogan or Fox or something like that or Scott Horton or somebody you know that could just lay it down, then they would know about Yemen and they would know about Palestine and they would be outraged about it. We don't live in an immoral society full of psychopaths. They have no clue any of that stuff's going on. Now, your hardcore leftist is all about power and they don't give a shit. All the, They only care about Ukraine because they hate Russia and they hate Russia because it's run by a straight white male who they've been told is homophobic and this and that, right? It fits their worldview. That is a tiny little minority of the left that's very loud online because of the way Twitter and Facebook and InstaFace, whoever are run by extremist, radical, hardcore, you know, Silicon Valley, Californians, that's been the voice. But if you had a, a pushback, right? If you had, if you, like every time I hear DeSantis speak you know, he, about the don't say gay bill or whatever, it's like, it's, it's, wow, it's an adult. <laughs> you know, like that's my, my bar so low, you know, like, whoa, he sounds like a grown up. Uh, <laughs> if they got to hear that message, if you got to hear Ron Paul, other than on YouTube, you know, just, if you don't even say it's Ron Paul, you just say what he said. You're like, wow, that sounds very reasonable and well thought out. Yeah, that's Ron Paul. Right. That's Ron Paul. I thought racist newsletters. That's what MSNBC told me. Right. Uh, say like the stuff I say. Ryan said that. Oh, I thought he was a goose stepping Nazi Holocaust denying guy that peed on baby Jesus and kicks puppies on his spare time. You know. Because that's the leftist smear. And the leg get away with it because they run the media. If Elon takes Twitter or if 
more of us can get on shows that are outside our bubble, right? Can we get on? You need to be on where they live, right? You need to be where they go, right? You could red pill everybody. If I got on a big enough show, and this this has happened, right? Like, there's basically a 9-11 camp that isn't nuts that also goes against the government story because I was able to reach people because of guys like Mike Rivero and, and Horton and studs like that that let me amplify the message, right? But, you know, the kooks have a way louder voice because of Alex Jones. Yeah. Right? With him out of the way, I think we could actually move forward on that issue. Uh, well, in, in, defen- in defense of that, though, like if I got on Joe Rogan and started telling people the real truth about September 11th or Jeffrey Epstein or, or Hunter Biden or any of this, it would be oh, fucking that glorious. Would, it would change the planet, right? Yeah. Way more than getting into office. Way more. No, I, I agree with you. And and in defense of Dave's run, I think the fact that it's rumored that he will is why, I mean, in part, I mean, it's also because he's got a big following. Well, I'll and, support and... him if he runs. I don't get me wrong. No, like, I, know, he's better, I know. But that, I just see that as like, the wrong tree yeah. to bark. Um, well, you know, it's what like he's waste saying, energy though, is and money. Like, every time he's on a show, like he went on Megan Kelly, he went on <clears throat> Glenn Beck. Judy, Glenn Beck. Like everyone's like, are you going to run? Are you going to run? Like it's not even about the run as much as it is the anticipation of the run. And that's a pretext to get on more shows. I get it. Well, yeah. when yeah. he's on and, those and, shows, he should name drops <laughs> McAdams and all these well, other the, people. He does. But he does. He, <laughs> he does, does. He does an yeah. incredible job at it. And 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 the reason I wanted to defend his run is because of that. He gets on these bigger platforms, and every time he's on there, he brings up a guy like me or Reed or Scott or Spike Cohen or any like he he really he really is like raising all boats. He's he's kind of and I haven't ever said this before, but I really view him as like the libertarian Joe Rogan. He is lifting us all up and i and i i really think that there's a chance that he can bring us into some quasi version of the mainstream where we can actually go on a red pill tour and just fucking wake up the masses but we'll see i mean it's obviously i'm i'm, I'm pretty optimistic maybe over ryan myself. come to come to pork fest all me eric and clint are going to be there and tim pool's going to be there dude that's the crazy. way we just strong arm you in we just bring you right in the trail well, i don't okay. know if i'm going to have a, a visa Oh really? So I'm oh, getting shit. in the middle of getting mine renewed. So I don't know if I'll be allowed to fly. I don't have a passport right now. I had to mail it to Tokyo. So what I'm happened leaving. to Eric anyway? Did he? Uh, is he working out or was he doing? Probably had a heart <laughs> attack. Hey, it's 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 it's, it's taking time with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I miss, Eric, I miss you, Eric. Come back, buddy. <laughs> he was um, on so... fire the whole time he was lawn. The, oh, dude, it was great. Lindsay Graham, Caitlyn Jenner, all, it was on fire. He probably had an aneurysm from all the impersonations. Um, so the reason that I wanted to bring up uh, the the you know the media's narrative on this, oh, shit he's is doing because... his John Cena impression right now. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> uh, is because today, today, fascism is trending, and I and I click it because I'm like. I have to know why, because I'm like, finally, the people are catching on, right? You know, we've been locked down. The government has dictated which businesses got to stay open and had to close over the past two years. Like, yeah, we've been existing in fascism for quite some time. No, 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 no. The the reason it's trending is because fascism has been defeated in France. That's the reason people are now saying it. And it just it just it just makes me it makes me so crazy to think that people have existed in this country for two years, having their businesses shut down and told who can stay open and who can't. And yet they think that the opposite of that is fascism. I can't fucking understand it. How is this happening? Fuck these people. Well, it's ah! just like uh, they don't want Disney to pay corporate taxes. 
right? <laughs> they're supposed to be like corporations should pay their fair share. No, 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 no. Not Disney. They're woke. <laughs> like, exactly. Just, just said, like, well, how the fuck did Disney get away with a 50 year deal where they don't abide by the, any of the same rules as any other company anywhere? Incredible. All they're doing is look, I don't want anybody paying taxes. Of course. Because that means the government gets I'd rather a corporation have it than the government. The government bombs babies. But I want the taxes to be uniform. So everybody else in Florida has to pay taxes. So does Disney. Every other company has to pay, right? Why not Disney? Yeah. And well, oh that, my God, their stock has gone down 71 points in the last 52 weeks. In the last year, 71. 21 of that 71 has been in the last 30 days. Yeah. Good. They're going down a point a day at this rate. And so is Netflix. Go woke, go broke. Well, see, that the problem has been it's, it has been because of ESG, it has been go woke or go broke. Like you had to go woke or you would go broke because ES, via ESG, BlackRock uh, and these boys would, would pull funding on the back end. But now Black it Rock. seems that, yeah, but now it seems that the consumer pressure is getting so significant. And, and now because of the political backlash, that it almost, it almost seems as if there's like a real groundswell populist revolt against ESG without people even understanding it. I don't think anyone, like 99% of people have no fucking clue what I'm talking about right now. Welcome back, Eric. I hope that you uh, had a good poop. Best uh, John Cena impression ever. I ate some bad chili that I got from uh, yeah, Machine Elves when I was on a DMT trip with Joe Rogan. So uh, I didn't realize when I was the other dimension, I didn't take a dump. So when I got back Did in this you, dimension, uh, I had to. You went and made it Bernanke? <laughs> we made well, it great again. We did. <laughs> Well, see, right. This is this it's is why called Mondo Duke. I agree with that because we don't like the Duke basketball team here in in UNC. So yeah, Duke is poop. Brian, are, are you are you familiar with ESG? ESG is that one yeah. of them drugs Hunter Biden does? <laughs> no, the environmental, social, and governance. The the mechanism for uh, basically corporate credit scores, which is what BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street. I'm just shocked do. that a government regulation would be detrimental. No, no, no. Well, see, that's the thing is that ESG was not a government regulation. It was implemented through the UN, and then it was just basically adopted by all I the mean, big boys. But they have like the 50... UN a government <clears throat> body, though. But it was it was an idea. It wasn't. It was implemented voluntarily by these big businesses. That's what's really remarkable about this. They they basically used it to undercut um, what was that populist leftist revolt in 2011-12? Uh, Occupy Wall Street. Yes. Yeah. So they they basically saw the writing on the wall that there was this this leftist populist revolt that was coming, and then they they use ESG to basically undercut all of their claims. They go, well, we care about inclusion, we care about equity, we care about global warming, blah 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 blah. And then they put fifty to sixty trillion dollars in the backside of this thing to fucking fund businesses to go this this line of thinking, and they have pushed wokeism via ESG on the American people and moreover the global economy via this mechanism. The left was it's subversion of that movement because it started with the Tea Party taxed enough already and then it went right. to Occupy Wall Street was about banker bailouts, which is a fiscal conservative thing. Bush didn't do bailouts. Obama did them all. Uh, it was the left that implemented these things, but then the left took over and started saying, we need to tax the 1%. Wasn't like, the 800 billion 1% pays like tarp? half of our taxes. What are you on about? Wasn't the 800 billion tarp under Bush? Tarp, uh, no, Bush did one of the tarps. I think Obama's wasn't 800, it was 750 billion or something. Like that. Okay, but uh, still, I'm saying he had a stimulus package on top of that with the same price. So people thought when you talk about the second one, they thought it was the first. So uh, Biden just did this, he sent 800 million to Ukraine twice, 
So he really said 16 million. But when you say 800 million, and you go, no, no, not that 800, another 800, right? It confuses yeah. the whole thing. Well, he so said 1.6 billion. Yeah, I know. And it, Reed, you, the guy, the there's guy a, you have on 30 billion tarp for the toxic assets release thing yeah. that Bank of America spent on itself. Right. On what are you saying, Eric? But I, I'm just I'm just saying that the bailout did start under Bush. I just don't want I don't want to give the Republicans a total uh you know Yeah, but he said no. But like I thought I thought it was his president. I thought it was his guy that fucking that, that wrote that shit up. Uh what's his name? I don't know. You know Whatever. what no one's talking about is a Great stimulus span. package in Michelle Obama's yeah, pants. Okay, one. that's a very big stimulus right. package, yeah. but fake news won't yeah. talk about it. No, Reed, <laughs> that guy you had on with Phil from All That Remains, he talked about ESG big time. Oh yeah, uh, James Lindsay. Lindsay. James yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. So you talk about that a lot too, Clint. How it's yeah. Uh, well, James. I Lindsay. did not know that was voluntary. I thought yeah. that had uh, government teeth in it. Well, it does. It does in some countries, but in others it doesn't. But they're they're trying. Like right now, the SEC or whoever the fuck is in charge of the you know uh, the ec- economy under Biden is pushing for it to be implemented into actual guidelines for all corporations, which would be catastrophic. But up until now, it has been voluntary, which is what makes it so remarkable and and which mm, makes it basically the World Economic Forum cabal. Like they have implemented this shit via kind of big big businesses voluntary cooperation with it uh it's it's remarkable well, there's a it's lot least, of peer least, pressure shaming and peer pressure and shaming and, and that kind of stuff i just got a message from my brother it said president george w bush signed the bill into law within hours of his congressional enactment creating the 700 billion tarp Thank so you. he's yeah. he signed a seven he signed that one a seven hundred billion dollar one. I thought it was seven hundred fifty. Yeah. Seven hundred uh, billion. Daniel so. Daniel three says uh, this Nazi guy seems to be anti violence. What the fuck? <laughs> he's talking about you, right? Talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think all of us are are probably labeled Nazis at some times, and all of us are actually pretty peaceful fucking. Everyone's people, labeled so. a Nazi except the actual Nazis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm yeah, arguing. Yeah, Rand Paul talking about Azov Battalion over over in the Donbass read, right? I would argue that we're living in a clown world when we have a country that's being funded the tune of billions of dollars in American taxpayers <laughs> led by a Jewish guy named Zelensky using arms sent by Jews in Israel. The Nazis. <laughs> so I think we, should, we ought not to do that. And that's what my no-knock bill for Brianna Taylor talks about. <laughs> I mean, that's, another, that's another perfect example of how reality is so detached from the narrative. You have you have Rand Paul, who's who's oh, doing man. more than any American politician to try and actually alleviate the issues that Black Lives Matter was right. allegedly fucking protesting over. And then, uh, no, he's, he's yeah, yeah he's dude, I, I was like in 2020 when that whole Emmett Till anti lynching act thing happened, and then like a couple months later they attack him for the you know in D.C. Uh, it was incredible just the amount of cognitive dissonance going on and the lack of awareness and yeah i don't know that's when they're radicalized by twitter i mean these are the idiots that thought kyle rittenhouse shot black people because they get all their news from cnn and twitter who just fucking (laughs) lies to them right and you are not allowed to pop in and correct them if you come in and go no he didn't shoot any black people what are you talking about they're like Rand paul made a bill for brianna taylor who you know whose boyfriend shot at a cop it wasn't like just but that's what i don't understand either like why is that your hill to die on? There's so many examples of clear-cut yeah, like, police abuse. Who's the guy in Arizona who got murdered? Daniel Shaver is the clearest case. That's, that's who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that is an absolute execution. Yeah, that, that was the guy who helped thwart an attack, right? Or was that in Colorado? 
No, the guy no. who got killed by the cops. This no, guy was just Kelly. like crawling. He was drunk off his ass and he was crawling on all fours. Oh, and a I, guy just shot him like eight times with an AR-15. It was it's yeah. incredible. After right. after failing like the the most confusing game of Simon Says I've ever seen. Right. And, and right. the poor kid, the poor kid is cr- literally Seamless. crying on his hands and knees, crawling fucking forward, and and his pants are falling down because he doesn't have a belt on. So he reaches back to grab his to pull his pants up as he's crawling, and the cop fucking lights him up. It is the most yeah, egregious, disgusting yeah. video. But because he's not black, no one gives a fuck. Or the kid, they. Like, uh... Crazy. Officer Frost tasered on the ground and then shot him. That was on. Yeah. He was on his way back from church. Seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had a little bit of sympathy for Black Lives Matter in the beginning of 2020, and then I went to one rally in Denver because I wasn't working at the time, and I had a sign that said like "End Qualified Immunity" and "No Knock Raids," and I forget what I had like three or four Red things listed. Laws, probably no one knew what they were. Like I would talk to like a hundred different people and you know, their chant is no justice, no peace. It's like, okay, well, if that's what you're saying, you should probably be able to look into these things, describe what justice is so that we know what peace will be. And nobody knew it was just a, it was just a charade. It was just a big LARP. We we figured out BLM stands for by large mansions, right? (laughs) (laughs) In the end is that's incredible that those, those uh, big lesbians grifted all those millions. I thought it was burn, loot and murder. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've heard that one too. By large mansions, burn, loot, murder. It's unbelievable. They do a great (laughs) job with it. Well meaning white Karen from the burbs who've only seen black people on BET award shows, sending them their husbands. Husband's hard-earned money. I gotta, I, I gotta tell you guys though, that was such a successful fucking psyop because, uh, like, every white woman in my life, like almost every single one of them, that was like on Instagram, they were like, they were all out in the streets protesting. Do they, do they black all out their them. pictures too, Clint? Yeah. Oh fuck okay. yeah, they did. Okay. Of course. Of <laughs> they course. helped. Just, they helped. Blackface. Yeah, they helped. Dude, MLK uh, came back from the grave when everybody blacked out their profile pictures. It was unbelievable. Biblical Anarchy says, we need more black voices like you, Clint. You're goddamn right we do. If they just Uh, added the word two, like Black Lives Matter 2, that would have been inclusive and be cheaper. Everyone looks like we're getting it more than we're. How about like stop police brutality or something like that? You know, no, man, that's that's too rational. It would have been dope if they just ran with like NWA's fuck the police. I would have been done with that. But no. <laughs> yeah. so my brother pointed out uh, no one's ever made a song called Fuck the Fire Department. That's true. So read white women must be stopped, like in every oh, yeah. all, all capacity. Dude, white white women did the Black Lives Matter thing. Like, that's I mean, why are you adding white to it? Just women. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> women must be stopped. Not Caitlin. We can't stop me, baby. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so tell people. So I'm sure there's a f- probably thousands of people that aren't familiar with the Four Horsemen mantra. So people know it is on Naturalist Capitalist. That's the YouTube channel. Uh, Reed, tell tell people how you guys came together and what it's all about. Yeah, well, I've been watching Ryan since like 2016, off and on, not religiously, but then I started watching him a lot in 2020. And then Eric and I met on the Tulsi Gabbard campaign in New Hampshire in 2019 and then uh eric had ryan on his show or they did each other's show on 9 11 on in 2020 and so then i reached out to eric right and was after like, facebook banning 
Yeah, I was like, yo, Eric, you've had uh, Ryan on. And and so then he hooked me up with Ryan. And then I had Ryan on my show. And then Ryan's YouTube got nuked. So then we just decided, hey, let's do a show together with uh, Eric's brother, Mike, and with Ryan. And then uh, we were just going to do that once a month. But then the second month, uh, Mike was sick or something. So Pete Quinones ended up jumping on instead. And then we were like, oh, you know what? We'll just keep doing this. We'll just find some base fourth person and just. So then it was Dave Smith, Scott Horton, you. Uh, it's been all sort of James Corbett, Mike Rivero, uh, Sean Allen, like just tons of different people. So we're just, uh, just it's like the four horsemen from wrestling too, because you always had Ric Flair and Arn Anderson as as a staple, and then the other two would kind of float around, right? Sometimes you had Sid Vicious, maybe you had Chris Benoit, maybe you had. Uh, oh, whoever, whoever you bring in Dawson is quality. Yeah. You know, whoever's going to come in as, as as another horseman, and I, I yeah, I like the name the Four Horsemen. I just kind of I think we were doing these chats, and I'm like, dude, we're like the fucking Four Horsemen, you know, in, in my own mind, where where we're the, on these horses riding into the resistance against tyranny and the New World Order and the globalist and the Bilderbergers, and um, I think I think why, <laughs> why why the show works so well is is we all you know. We know our stuff, I would say, to a pretty large degree, um, but we're all very unique personalities and bring something really fun and interesting and, and, and uh, different than your run-of-the-mill independent media stuff. So, um, you know, I'm known for my impressions and humor and my Trump impression, and I think humor is lacking from a lot of this stuff. And, and, and I think that's what's really helped us stand out is we all have great senses of humor, and um, we just have – you can tell we have a lot of fun with it. You know, yeah, I'm only not. funny when I'm trying not to be. <laughs> but I, I was hey, just going to hey, ask Clint, you. Hey, Clint, Clint. He died doing what he loved. Ah. <laughs> That's what I was just going to ask you. I was going to say, if Chasing you could just tell mind. us. If you could just tell us. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what, what actually happened in Kenosha, I'd appreciate it. No, uh, I do, I do skate or die, Captain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Reed and I Have you seen that Bones Brigade, Skate or Die from the 80s? It's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I want to give the, the biggest plug I possibly can to the naturalist capitalist because uh, the, it is must fucking see TV once a month the the four horsemen ride. And I'm telling you guys, if you miss Dude. these episodes, you are fucking up. It, it is like life changing shit. And, and I, I never miss. Yeah. Don't Daniel McAdams next month or yeah, mm-hmm. in May. So I'm breaking it here and right now. You heard it first on Liberty Lockdown, folks. <laughs> I want to yeah, get yeah. I want to get Rittenhouse on the show. I'm gonna have my Rittenhouse yes. whiskey too. Holy mother of God! I'll be drinking John Wilkes Booth the whole time. That would be. I had a whole bottle of Jack on Jackman Radio once. I remember that. Uh, the analytical failure says, Eric, can we hear Sean Atwood's thoughts on how Assange will fare in U.S. prison? <laughs> free Assange, free Palestine, free Twitter. P.S. Azov laws. Good God. <laughs> Well, Sean Atwood here. I'm happy to be joined at the top of the hour, Mr. Ryan Dawson. He's Skyping in from the Gaza deep behind enemy lines. And Julian Assange, I sent him a little telegraph and we're birdie. And I said, you got to watch Shawshank Redemption to figure out how to break out of Belmarsh. Oh! <laughs> Sean Atwood here. On a, on some, a ser- uh, Palestinian spoons. Yeah, get get some spoons. yeah, exactly. On a serious That's, note. Look how old that is. That's crazy, dude. That's right. OG. Uh, on a serious note, what's happening to fucking Assange is a goddamn tragedy. I cannot believe that they're continuing to persecute this guy after all these years, especially after he did the greatest fucking reporting job of any living reporter. It's unfucking imaginable what they're doing to him, and I can't believe it. I can't believe that it's still happening. I don't know. Any any thoughts? <laughs> I, I think you've heard them all. I mean, 
that's you know they killed Gary Webb and a slew of other journalists. They've exiled Edward Snowden. He's from Elizabeth City, right up the road from us. Um, and then Julian Assange held up in an embassy and then prison. And he's charged with what? Telling the truth? Like the, so. the bogus rape charges are gone. The Icelandic guy that was the bulk of the case, Thorgson or whatever, admitted he, he made it up. Why is he in jail? There's no bigger... Um, I don't know. There's no more of a giant difference between what the government says and what the populace says. Everybody in every country wants Julian Assange to be free, says all he did was report on government crimes. He shouldn't be in jail. And every government official is like, nah, no way, which shows you how criminal governments are because they can't allow him out because they, they need him down so there won't be a next one, right? They're scared to death of a functioning media because and this is again back to what we were talking about with smith and stuff that's why i it, you know i got pissed off at that swintes debate because they're sitting there fiddle fucking around with what all government we ought to have and didn't talk to media at all it's like if you fix the media a lot of that that's what predicates everything every single fucking war we have is based on lies and who's lying the press yeah, right true. from Iraq, Libya, whatever, whether it's through a mission where they just Yemen just don't say anything, we continue to send weapons, they're lying about Ukraine, right? They had them they had a fucking coup d'etat right in our face, media didn't report it. They lied about WMDs, they lied about the Gulf of Tonkin, they lied all the way back to the Civil War when Lincoln closed down three hundred newspapers and married the state to the media. They lie. If they can't lie, then you don't get a war. If you fix the fucking media, it doesn't matter what government you have. Because the media will weed out the corruption. But we don't have a functional media. All war is by deception. And the deception starts with the microphone. We need to be trying to get into media. We need to get on shows or have our own shows and build up free speech platforms, Odyssey, Rumble, and so on. Which I is know. why you should subscribe to Liberty Lockdown right now. <laughs> That's right. Well, and well, this, and this, you should have an Odyssey channel. Or a bit yeah, well, let's and have I, a white pill here, guys. Let's have a white pill, okay? No, we are this, creating our own media. We all, all, all four of us are doing our fucking damnedest, and we're working as hard as we can in clown world. And we're putting we're putting stuff out there, man, that, that people aren't hearing anywhere else. And I can't tell you how many messages I get. Of people who, whether they watch your show, Clint Reed, Ryan, or the Four Horsemen, or Dude, anyone else Clint who are and I independent, have only been doing this a year. And that's we've been that's, on Fox News and right. Tim Cass. So, that's the know, point I want to make here. That's a white pill, man. We're reaching thousands, yeah, I've maybe been millions on here for of people. Twenty years, and I'm not allowed on any of that shit. And I had a channel bigger than Dave Smith's that got canceled, even though he'd been on Temple and Rogan. I still had a bigger show with zero support because I was yep. telling the truth and hitting like detail. Not that he ain't telling the truth; he is, but like. There are there are people like Corbett. He lost five hundred thousand fucking followers on YouTube when they deleted him. Right? He's just yep. doing Corbett report alone. Mike Rivero. No, we're not networked together. They're not dropping all the names. They're dropping the names of their buddies or whatever. And it's like, dude, true. Just whoever is good at it, that's who you fucking promote, right? Not just your yep. friends. <clears throat> right. Like you know, if I end up on Rogan, I'm going to drop your name. So I hope so. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know, I will. It's, <laughs> It's good, and I'm glad. I'm glad Clint got on Tim Pool and all that. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy when any of us gets anywhere. But I am frustrated because I'm like, man, 
on Fox I News, I only had this. time to say like three words, so I couldn't. Dude, you did it excellent on Fox News. It's like, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, with your hair all fucking combed and shit, oh, it was so sexy. Yeah, that was bad. That was, that was the was only. I didn't know who it was. I was like, who is this person with like a shirt with buttons and stuff? Like, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't hear anything you said over my raging boner. It was incredible. <laughs> so I mean, the, the the point the point is, man, we're all doing our best, and and I I want to try and always be a white pill when I can. And we, we are having an impact, man. People are listening. They're hearing what we're saying. And uh, it is waking people up. So, I, th- I mean, these numbers are going to sound pathetic to someone like Ryan Dawson. But last month, I did 100,000 listens. And I only do two episodes a week. That's that's something. That's I mean, that is something. Yeah. And, and I've only been doing this. I haven't even been doing this for two years now. Uh, I've only been on YouTube for a little over a year. And I'll sure right. I'll be nuked from YouTube in short notice. But the, the more people that grow a huge audience like Ryan Dawson and all these other people that have been super nuked from all these platforms and then they they have to migrate either into their own private platform or they go into these decentralized tech like odyssey etc that is that is progress i mean it's it's slow it's painful um but it is it is headed in the right direction so i'm not i'm not totally pessimistic it's so it's the pain pill we have to do though it, like if the longer we just sit addicted to their platforms we're always going to be limited and as soon as well, you get that's bigger, why i'm just going full connected. on based on youtube till they get rid of me because yeah. like, it just a kamikaze well, as long as there, it. i hope everybody listening will add reads odyssey and stuff too because you listen this is what they regret when i got nuked they're like i can't find you i'm like i told you a million times add bitch you add this add that and you didn't and then you missed a year or two of news whatever i'm like i don't know what else to say you knew they're yeah. going to do it like Mm. Yeah. Well, Twitter's not gonna like Elon doesn't buy like, Twitter. You're all gonna lose your Twitter accounts. You will. That, that is like it's just, you know, like, uh, right there. Yeah, four horsemen is better than Tower Power. Let's be honest. Those are yeah, fucking I, fighting I just words. Say that like I've gotten messages about the not. I, I've gotten more messages about the four horsemen than the entirety of the rest of my show, saying like that it's changed people's lives. Like like literally, it's changed the way close friends of mine think like I, I have a friend who's like he's been a hardcore right-wing zionist like you know mm-hmm. he, he grew up in church thinking that we had to support israel all the way and he saw the four horsemen with dave smith that we did and then he just started watching the four horsemen after that and completely changed him so um and i and, you know other people that i know not quite as well as him have said the same thing to me so it's i don't know Reed, like it's just Reed, that i had I had an old investor of mine that called me up and he goes, I think I just saw you on the four horsemen. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm, t- I'm telling you, this is like big time investor. And, and he was watching the four horsemen and he sees me on there. And by the way, I go, I go by my middle name. So he's like, he's like, did you change your name? And I was like, no, uh, just going by my middle name, trying not to get doxxed. Well, that didn't work anyways. Uh, so he, uh, he, yeah. So I'm telling you guys, like you're making, you're making a serious impact. And the reason, the reason he goes, I have been following Ryan Dawson, wherever this dude goes for the past 10 years. So you have ve- a very loyal legion of people that will follow you, uh, no matter how the censors come after you. And I, I think that that, that shows that you're making a real, yeah, I know, but I, I have the right to be bitter. And of course I was, I was be a millionaire right now if I wasn't banned on shit and I could hire all you guys like real salaries and we'd have a real, that's why they, they chop off the head, right? Leverage Japan. Just, just if a YouTube, if they had monetized that, making a couple grand a day. Right. Yeah, Uh, You know, I don't make shit now. Like, but it's like, I'm living off my savings. But he like if I and it, it took me so long to cross that threshold to get to that point where it's actually because I didn't make money for 
decades, right? Then, you know, I get on the Atwood show and stuff like that, and I, I pretty much had the Epstein case already. I've been saying it. Now people are ready to listen to it, right? So I had a lot of things, and as soon as that happened, they just cut it off. And it's Gabe. You know who it is. It's some pissed-off hedge fund manager yeah, that thinks Clint you know, were, any criticism uh, of Israel is anti-Semitic, right? Clint and I were in South Dakota together when that whole fucking Gabe episode came down. I did, I had no idea who he was. You might have mentioned him before, but then this Gabe Hoffman guy is telling you one of our friends. my AdSense. Yeah, she, he's telling one of our friends, like, you need to stay away from this Reed Coverdale dude. He has this Nazi Ryan Dawson on his show once a month and reads one of the most prolific Jew haters on Twitter or whatever. It was crazy. And then uh, at least she told me that he was saying that because I'm sure I – she probably wasn't the first person that he'd been saying that about me behind my back, but she was the only one who told me. Well, any so show I, I go on, him on in public, but they get a letter from him saying yeah. I'm a Jew hater. Da, 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 right. That's like calling someone a rapist. They do, but he does it behind my back. Right. There've been people who've gotten this letter who have, even though he said, keep it confidential, they're like, fuck you. And they showed it to me. I'm like, yes, yeah. it is. Just, he's just got this little compilation of, uh, talking points of clip fucking things out of context of stuff to demonize me. And then I've got the SPLC and the ADL and Canary Mission. Now, I'm on there at Canary Mission with guys like Tom, Representative Thomas Massey and Roger Waters yeah. and Pink Floyd. Right. And uh, Well, you're you're in good company then. Right, right. Uh, it, you People like that and uh, Max Blumenthal, who's Jewish, by the way. But the difference is I'm not a congressman or a famous rock star, so I can't just laugh off that crap. I'm trying to make, you know, I'm trying to get on a show or have somebody in my show and they're going to Google my name and that shit's going to come up. Like, so everyone go to ancreport.com and become <laughs> a member right now. Yeah, for yeah. real. For real. If you, we get back on the horse, I have the info. To, I have nuclear information, but it's got to be on the right platforms, which yeah, we're trying yeah. to build up. But if y'all do join ANC reports, uh, it is, you know, it is a company. I hire other people. There are a lot of base people making money when I make money. And that's that's what we need is alternative media. The media yep. is, I can't stress how far. That's why I didn't get They're Like, why don't you run for office? I'm like, uh, -uh media is more important. It is like and the guy we have in my district's not so bad anyway. But like, dude, I can't wait to line. see you guys grow. Some you're like a little bit more than half my age. But, you know. I didn't have a well. Actually, they're your shit. age. I'm just half your age. So. Yeah, yeah, Reed's the only yeah. young one. Jackson, Jackson's always, I'm not that far away, but um, 36 in October. Yeah, y'all are still in your 30s. Clint's still coming up on the big four. <laughs> yeah, so. I've only I've only got six months left, brother. I'll catch you soon. Six uh, months, man. I know, Daniel. Three six months to live. Wants to know if uh, Dawson will come on his pathetic, worthless show. It's called Biblical Anarchy. If anyone wants to go subscribe to that shit. Do it, do it, Dawson. He's I recommend. Yeah, is I'm that just biblical that. and anarchy? I can get behind that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it's been an absolute thrill to have you on. I uh, I wanted to cross promote. Uh, you know, we we don't have a formal network, but we do kind of have a uh, a network in earnest. Anyways, and and I want to lift up. You know, any any platforms that are doing good shit, and you guys are all all three of you are doing great shit and doing it combined. It is must. C, go to Nationalist Capitalist, subscribe, subscribe to Jackman Radio, and go to ancreport.com and become a supporting member of Ryan's work. He does invaluable research, investigative reporting, if that's still a thing. He's one of the few that actually does it. 
but support all three of these guys. And if you want to support my work, go to libertylockdown.locals.com. If you guys would like to tell anybody any any other things about your show, go for it. Reed. Uh, yeah, like we said, Four Horsemen for May is going to be with Dan McAdams. So that's going to be huge. Make sure to check it yes. out. And then, yeah, just follow me on YouTube for now while I'm still there. But I'm also on Odyssey uh, and then Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, Instagram, whatever. But then I'm on Gab, Getter, Flow, the places that no one uses, but you won't get banned from. So uh, just check my link tree and you can follow me everywhere. I've got a telegram just crossed 5,000. Yay. Uh, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I used to have more people watching than I have people now. Uh, I have VK. VK has half a billion year users, so it's not it's not like something that won't ban you that nobody sees. It's a viable alternative to Facebook. VK.com. You can type in Ryan Dawson. Follow us there. Follow us on Telegram. AC Report's got all the other links to all the other stuff, bit shoot and Odyssey and so on. And I think I'm going to make a Four Horsemen website myself just so I can put all the Four Horsemen episodes on there. And, um, I mean, every the other horsemen will have access to it. But I've just like, been asking, let's just build something for that. It seems to be sort of a flagship. So, yeah, something I'm going to ask about today. And uh, we'll network it all together. You can see me on interviews on Jackman Radio. I think it's one of the best. 9-11 interviews I did was there, although I think it's about to be surpassed because Adam Fitzgerald and I are going to do one uh, oh, hell together. Yeah. That's going to so, be good. That's check coming out Adam out. Fitzgerald's work, too. He's great. He's, yeah. he's going guy. on RBN Radio Wednesday with Michael Herzog, and I might do one with Rivero soon, too. And then I have a debate with some jabroni on uh, the kill stream that was supposed to be before but my son had a fever and da 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 da. And I got golden week coming up. I like I said, I'll do this debate when I have nothing else to do, because it's just some anti-Russian Zionist idiot. I won't even say their name because they don't deserve any notoriety. But I'm going to debate some jabroni, uh, probably after golden week. So that, that'll that. be worth watching. I'm telling you, Ryan Dawson with Adam Fitzgerald is a, a combined weaponized autism that may break the world. I don't know. I don't know if that's even safe to do. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. the, the, the Aussies. Will, it is just like, yeah, diffusion there. Just, Let's just say there'll be enough power to bring down 10 building sevens. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric, go ahead and tell people. Actually, before, before we get to Eric, I just want to say, if you guys have enjoyed this show, I do – similar interview type type stuff all the time please subscribe while you're here i know a lot of the the dawson stands will be in the comments so go ahead and hit subscribe right now eric jackman tell people where they can follow you yeah clint thanks so much for putting this together and have us having us on uh, everyone Absolutely. watching go to jackman radio on youtube hit subscribe we're almost at 2200 subscribers on jackman radio like ryan said i've been building that shit up for a while and uh Grab i'm on wait right now <laughs> my whole house is moving <laughs> go ahead Ooh. sorry <laughs> Did Rosie O'Donnell fart? <laughs> I think it was Madame Albright's body just hit the floor of hell. <laughs> so good. So yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube, um, on Twitter. She landed on Lincoln and McCain. Oh, so good. And, um, I'm on Instagram at Senator Jackman and Jackman Radio on there. And then if you uh, like what Jackman Radio does, uh, consider becoming a monthly patron at patreon.com slash Radio. For the price of a cup of coffee, send us five bucks a month to keep doing what we're doing. This microphone, I was able to buy this microphone from patron money, from oh, Patreon. Yeah. So it does have an impact. Every dollar counts, and I appreciate it. Clint, thank you so much.
Uh, Speaking of coffee, redpillliving.com slash Dawson, 15% off on Great Awaken Coffee. (laughs) I finally got a sponsor. You know what balls someone has to sponsor me? Fucking balls. Yeah. Fucking balls. Dude, they got Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. It's actually called Sleepy Joe. (laughs) Redpillliving.com slash Dawson. If you do that, Dawson will disappear, but when you check out, you will get your 15% off. So there's that. I have a sponsor now. And speaking of balls, if you want to be able to Google balls without people knowing, go to ipvanish.com forward slash Clint and become a subscriber over there or uh, sign up for IP Vanish. Thank you, guys. We are out. I'm going to do that. Before we get out of here, I just want to let you guys know I will be at the LP convention in Ohio this weekend. Please come out and see me if you are in Ohio. It'll be great to meet you guys. I will be giving a speech there live, and I am, as always, nervous, but it should be a blast. And also, we got another couple five-star reviews on apple Podcasts. thank you guys so much for leaving those first up we got angry american vet says the best liberty podcast currently clint produces a great show in my opinion the best show in the libertarian podcast sphere tower podcast is giving him a run for his money though well thank you seeing as i'm a co-host over on tower power i'll uh, i'll take that as a double compliment and then just to show you that i'm being honest and i'm reading you all the reviews we got some lunatic that says fraudulent inconsistent populist one star Claims to be an anti-statist, yet supports the Florida governor in taking away property rights because Clint doesn't like people that... (laughs) Because Clint doesn't like the people that own the property. He wants everyone to suffer under the same government. If a company found a way out, that's too bad. Clint wants them back under the government thumb like everyone else. If a Democrat governor did the same thing to an Elon Musk company, Clint would be crying about government overreach. He's nothing more than a populist. Well, just so you know, just to clarify up any uncertainty, I am a populist. Yes, I am. A populist is someone who thinks that their message should be brought to the masses, to the average person. When you're dealing with an elitist technocratic class that rules upon you, yeah, those are the people I'm talking to because I am one of the people being ruled upon and I'm trying to reach out to the people that are being ruled upon just as I am. So no, this isn't some conspiracy theory. I'm not being inconsistent in it. I'm being very clear. I am a populist. Yes, sorry. And as far as the Disney issue, if you watch my episode with Judge Knapp, he happens to agree with me. So is he also an inconsistent statist? No. No, he's not. Because he understands that you have to have a level playing field for capitalism to be a thing. You can't have special treatment for big businesses while everyone else suffers. That's nonsensical. My preference, as always, would be to rid ourselves of the state entirely. But until that happens, no, I will not advocate nor will I defend any Fortune 500 company that gets special treatment like an autonomous zone in the middle of Florida for 50 fucking years while they trample all over both their competition as well as, now, school children. Sorry if I draw a line there. If that offends you, fuck you, get bent. Stop listening. Thanks. Big shout out to everybody that's been with me since Jump Street. Appreciate y'all. Welcome to the
liberty lockdown Please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone But yeah, it's on hold Where did it come from And where did it go It requires a fight Not tweet from your phone Don't need a king Get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought You've always got a home The virus you're scared of Will come and it'll go The government knows Just don't get treated like a hoe Like Nico and Shane You're probably wondering What's happening Scared Hollywood Left these lyrical feppin' A typo with Luke Might bring the nooses We all bite the bullet I'm the king of the gooses Freckles and Brit Didn't know I could spit Knew I was a patriot But now I'm the shit Peter Quinones, invite me on Which podcaster sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way, but I am unequal Lions of Liberty, now hear me roar Beat running up, but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire, always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house No malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with the fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copied the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky's Mouton was the only sound Getting so hot must be air July Screaming in the mic A rip for 59 Miles to ratio That black guns matter Now all these lefties Got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war But we're ready You know I be bopping And rock steady Liberty lockdown Please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone But yeah it's on hold Where did it come from And where did it go It requires a fight Not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king Get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought You've always got a home The virus you're scared of Will come and it'll go The government knows Just don't get treated like a hoe